Oh my goodness. That's right. It is the best show. Here. On a Tuesday night. The end of February. 2017. You've got an exciting show planned for you tonight. Very exciting. From Soul Asylum, Dave Perner is going to be coming by. No, I'm kidding. No. Tonight, Kurt Brownall is going to call in. We've got some surprises lined up for you. Possibly a mystery guest spinning by. The phone number, 201-332-3484. That's the number if you want to get in on the action and call the best show. It's a nice night. Winter will soon be over. We're seeing the beginning of the end of winter. And this is the beginning of the beginning of the best show. And I am also going to tell you that we are going to hear the premiere of a new song by a new band, a super group called Filthy Friends. We're going to hear a song called Any Kind of Crowd. Taken from their debut 7-inch on Kill Rock Stars, which comes out on Record Store Day. Filthy Friends, Corin Tucker, Peter Buck, Scott McCoy, Kurt Block, Bill Reflin. The super group. Song Super, Group Super, we're going to check it out in a few minutes. But right now I tell you, without further ado, welcome to The Best Show! Oh, the wrong song played. Oh, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. Welcome to The Best Show! Show. 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 Show.
is the world premiere of the song Any Kind of Crowd by the supergroup Filthy Friends. And this is a Kill Rockstar release. You can get the single on Record Store Day on Colored Vinyl, but the only place you can get the song is right here, right now, on The Best Show. Let's check out Any Kind of Crowd by Filthy Friends. Best Show Exclusive. Yeah, it's the best show here on a Tuesday night. Welcome, everybody. My name's Tom Sharpling. I'm the host. 
the host of the best show. How's everybody doing tonight? Here. Late February, 2017. Whole gang's here. Mike. How you doing, Mike? No good? Oh. He's doing good. Pat. How are you, buddy? He's okay. Dudio? Oh. Dudio's super excited. There you go. That's what I'm looking for. Dudio wins that round. Five points to Dudio, three points to Mike, one point to Pat. I'm the mopey one, Pat. I'm the one who complains about life. Pat just said, you're right. Four points to Pat. So it's Dudio and Pat are tied at five. Mike has three points. Oh, what did we just hear music-wise? We heard Angry Angles from the collection on Goner Records. One of the greatest record labels in all of history. We heard things are moving. And that is from the collection. That's the single, the single version of, uh, things are moving. Angry Angles, you know, is, uh, Jay, uh, Rie Tard and, uh, Alex Brown. Great band. And that collection is hot stuff, man. Goner Records. Don't sleep on it. And starting us off, world premiere. What do you think about that, Mike? Filthy Friends. It's a song called Any Kind of Crowd. It's on uh, Kill Rock Stars, the single. It's on Kill Rock Stars. Who are Filthy Friends? Oh, oh Corin Tucker from uh, Slater Kinney. Peter Buck from uh, R.E.M. Scott McCoy from uh, Young Fresh Fellows. Kurt Block from the Fastbacks. Um... Bill Rieflin from, that's right, King Crimson. That's a great song, man. Record comes out, the single comes out on Record Store Day in April, I believe. But uh, you got the uh, sneak peek right now, here, on The Best Show. We don't do, we, we do right by you here on The Best Show. Best Show does right by, just like, just like can. Best Show, you do right, we do right. We do right, we do right, we do right. Don't forget how good can were, guys. Don't forget. Don't forget how good can were. April 22nd is Record Store Day. I'm sure there's somebody lined up already. Fun times, right? Fun times, everyone? So many fun times. Who's good here, Mike? One. Best show. Hey, Tom, this is Jelly in Los Angeles. Jelly in Los Angeles. What's up, Jelly? Oh, uh... 
I delivered food to Gene Simmons last week. Allegedly. Allegedly, yes, of course. Okay. Allegedly. Wow, wow. Now, what did what did what 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 did, what did you allegedly bring him? Uh, Two hundred dollars worth of Chinese food. Okay. Uh, and when he answered the door, he clearly wasn't supposed to be there. And then his maid appeared, and he sort of waved the maid off, but then pulled out a wad of cash. And said to the maid, do you have money on you? Because it's always important to have money. That's what he said to the maid. He said that to the maid. And what did uh, what did he tip you, uh, tip-wise, allegedly? Well, that's the other part of the story. So I'm watching him with this wad of cash, and he stops at a $5 bill. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm not going to let Gene Simmons give me a $5 bill. So I have, like... A gambit, and the only thing I can think of to do is I say, I'm a big fan of Mr. Simmons, and he puts the five away and hands me a 20. There you go. Yeah. So he gave you 20 bucks for delivering some food, and you, you, uh, you sold him out on the radio. You made him the object of, uh, duration, uh, publicly after he gave you a, a, a nice tip. I only did it because our mutual friends told me you'd appreciate the story. Wait, we have mutual friends? Who are our mutual friends, Jelly? Uh, Claire O'Kane and Anthony Bedard. All right, look. Claire O'Kane. All right. Anthony Bedard. Sure. Tom. Okay. No, that's fair. That's fair. Those are both, uh, those are both decent people. Very talented yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Love them. Love them both to death. Well, Jelly, you, you, you called up, you did your thing, and now you're, uh, now you're ready to say what? Oh, uh, Goodbye. That's right. Best show. Top of the morning, guys. Top of the evening to you, mate. There we go. Top of the morning, mate. Oh, I'm doing good, mate. This is the Avalanche Barber. Tell me about the big show we have at Maloney's. Okay. How you doing, Mike? Glad, glad you don't have a big uh, Rosh Hashanah show coming up. Yeah, how you been, man? I'm doing good. You hear that impression? Good, man. Nice <laughs> talking to you. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a big show, Mike, and we're going to have... Uh, are you, can I give you the address? Of Maloney's? Yes. This is Tom. On St. Patrick's Day. This is Tom now, Avalanche Bob, not Mike. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, so... Where where is Maloney's? Maloney's in uh, Jamaica, New York, Queens, New York. Mm -hmm. uh, it's in on Boulevard in Queens, and it will be at uh, eighty seven sixty nine Suffern Boulevard, right next to the HFC Bank. All right, and that is on St. Patrick's Day. Sure is, Mike. I mean, Tom. March second, seventeenth. Right from um, eleven to uh, eleven to five or so six. You're not playing for from eleven to five. That's a long show. Yeah, because what he's going to have is free corned beef and cabbage here all day. Mm -hmm. You buy a drink, you get free corned beef and cabbage. And my, the reason I'm doing this, this guy's been so good to me. Mm -hmm. and I like to get all the people there I can to help him because sure. he's been a wonderful friend to me. Well, that's that's a, a sweet gesture and. uh I hope everybody comes out on St. Patrick's Day to Maloney's to uh, see Avalanche Bob live in concert. Yeah, would you like to hear some music, Mike? Uh, Tom? Sure, sure. Okay. 
Would you like to hear an Irish song? Oh, <laughs> uh, some rock and roll. Right. Let's hear it. Oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. I want to hear the Irish song. Ah, the drums go bang on the foot and the twang on the horns they blaze away. McCartney pumps the old zoom will lay the pipes to play. And hammers the tunnels, the tools are floating, the music is something grand. A crowd of two all island and that the mail was banned. The yodded he bought the dog, the punk the day, the yodded the bat the yeah. The dinner the bat the do the yah, the bat the do the yah. The bat the dinner the bat the day, the yodded lady. The dinner the dinner the dinner the bat the dinner the bat the dinner the bat the little 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 I like that. That's good. Now, Avalanche yeah, Pop. It's going to be, yeah, Tom, it's going to be uh, rock and roll, standards, all kinds of music. Is there any chance? Oh, look, I don't know what AP Mike's plans are for St. Patrick's Day. He tends to uh, rove a little bit on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Kind of like the movie Naked. He floats around town. <laughs> He's well, uh, stick out the, the green hat crime part. <laughs> Mike's not a sex criminal like the creep in Naked. Uh, Mike, what's that? You're welcome, Mike. Mike just is a general. <laughs> Mike's just a general. generally drifts. Oh, you mailed him to Paris, right? He's going to oh, Paris. Oh, the movie was a success in Paris. He's very popular in France, like Jerry Lewis. Oh. AP Mike. They love AP Mike in Lady. France. They call him... They call him Le Mike over there. Did you know Le Mike. Le Mike. Yeah. yeah. He'll be yeah, over Tom, there. You're the best, man. You are the well, best. Well, Avalanche Bob, best. you are the best, and I appreciate the call. And you oh, have you're going great... to love the album. Uh, we, I got two cuts, and where do you okay. see the cover? The cover alone is going to blow you away. I'm ready for this album. I'm ready to see the cover to this album. I can't wait. Want to hear a little yellow pumpkin? <laughs> What's that now? Want to hear a little yo punkin'? I got to move on. Punkin'. Every line is lit up now. Every line is lit up. We got one song. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Avalanche I love you, man. You're the best. All right, buddy. You, you rule. And you have a great night. So we got- maybe, maybe you can make it. Maybe, huh? Maybe. The, maybe. We'll, we'll see. Maybe, baby. I'll the idea. Maybe, baby. <laughs> let's, the idea of me on St. Patrick's Day going to Jamaica, Queens. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe, baby. I'll have you. <laughs> That's the late great of Buddy Holly. Maybe, baby. I'll have you. Right? Maybe, baby. You'll be true. Maybe, baby. I'll have you someday. The late great Buddy Holly. A late, great, wonderful Buddy Holly. Yes. All right, Avalanche Bob. You have a great night. Rock on, man. You too. You going to head out to Maloney's, Mike, on St. Patrick's Day? All right. Pat? Maybe? Dudio? Hell no. Hell no. Okay. Uh, three points for Mike, two points for Pat, one point for Dudio. Didn't appreciate Dudio's thing was, was crass. And I expect all of you to keep your own scores. So where are you at now? No, Mike, you're at eight now. No, you're, you are at, you, 
No, Mike, you're at six. You're at six. Three plus three is six, Mike. Pat? Pat's at eight. Who's in the lead? Who's Pat's in the lead? All right. Best show. Hey, Tom, how's it going? Oh, it's going. To whom am I speaking? This would be Zach from Buffalo, New York. Zach from Buffalo. What's up in Buffalo tonight, bro? Not much. Actually, I am here listening to the show, obviously. I've got um, some wrestling rolling in the background. Aiden English is not on the show tonight, I'll say that much. Um, But nonetheless, you know, just living. That's all you can do, man, is just keep living, right? You got it. That's what, that's what, uh, what's his face said. Remember when what's his face said, just keep living? Not quite, but, but. What's his sure. face? What's his face? Mm. Remember? Mike, remember what's his face? He said, just keep living. Yeah. That's what you're doing up there in Buffalo. You're just keep living. That's all just I like, can do. Just like what, that's what, what's his face said also. Yeah. What is that so, guy's name again? What is that guy's name, Buffalo? The guy that said just keep living? Yeah. Uh, What's his face? I have no idea. You know, movie man, right? Drinks a, he drinks oh, a, is it from... It's from... He drives cars. Oh, see, I was thinking something else. He drives cars. He uh, smashes beer cans. Oh, is it McConaughey? Yes, that's it. That's yeah. who What's-His-Face is. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, whatever the character he played in Days and Confused. Yeah. He was, was. In Days and Confused, he played Rudy. There you go. Remember remember when Rudy hit the screen that first time? Suddenly mm-hmm. it's like, they're like, Hey, man, we're going to go see what Rudy's up to, man. Right? Right. Go to the rec center. And then Rudy's all of a sudden like, how's it hanging, boys? Right? <laughs> and they're like, Rudy, you're the coolest. Right? Yeah, the impression's spot on, actually. And then like Rudy was the like, Rudy was like, seven ball, side pocket. And then he hit it, and it bounced all around, and then they're like, Rudy, you missed the shot. Then finally, it fell in, and then Rudy went, Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> that's how Rudy do it. Right? But, um, it's like, that's how Rudy do it. So, uh, so, so Buffalo, you're up there. It seems like you're, uh, you're, you're, you're what do you do? You, you, you're drinking a little bit, relaxing after a hard day at work. Shuffling no, not snow. quite. Um, maybe I should be. No Coors Light over here, sadly. No Coors Light now. That's not what you guys drink up there. What do we drink? That's not what you guys drink up there, Coors Light. No, we drink Canadian beer up here. We're so close to the border. Stroh's, right? What'd you call it? Stroh's. Never heard of that. No. I don't know if you're actually from Buffalo, though. That's actually the number one beer in Buffalo. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I do know. Get off my phone. With all due respect, get off my phone. Best show. Best show. 
Hey, Tom, it's Mike in Denver. How are you? Mike in Denver, what's up? Not too much. I had a situation yesterday that I would like to get your opinion on. I was on a, on a plane from Phoenix to Denver, and the guy in front of me was listening to Last Christmas by Wham. How long is that flight? That can't be more than a two-hour flight, Phoenix to Denver. They, yeah, they say it's two hours. It's an hour and a half, usually. Yeah. So Phoenix to Denver. Yep. And, and the guy in, front, to, he's guy in front of you is listening to Last Christmas on what? On on uh, on his like iPad, sitting on the tray table on repeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what did you? And say? it was it, it. I just didn't understand it at all. It was late February. Well, he might be in a, a George Michael kind of mood. He might be paying tribute to the late great George Michael. That's fair. That's very fair. Yeah. Well, you didn't think of that. Uh, no, I didn't. I don't. Well, what song played before or after it? Anything? It was, it was just on a loop. It was just on a loop. Right, that's song over I will over. say that's weird. That's weird. That yeah. You, even and if you're, half of one song. Even if you're paying tribute to George Michael to only listen to that song. Yeah, weird. he's got other songs. He does. Plenty of them. Do you know what song he has? A jitterbug. A jitterbug. One of the greatest. It is a great song. The Jitterbug. Remember that one? You put the boom boom into my heart, right? You make my soul Absolutely. fly higher with the brother. A Jitterbug into my brain. The late, great George Michael. Absolutely. One of the greats. Have a great night, Tom. Oh, you have a great night. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Best show. Hey, Tom, it's Nick from Albuquerque. Nick from Albuquerque. What's up in Albuquerque tonight, Nick? Not much. Uh, some, some nice clouds over La Sandia Mountains. Uh, mm-hmm. cool night, brisk night. Yeah, what are you doing there? You know what you got to watch out for in Albuquerque? What's that? Ricin! Oh! Watch out. If I was oh, in Albuquerque, I'm telling you this. If I was in Albuquerque and I was going to have myself a, a cup of coffee yeah, and they had the sugar packets on the table... Not doing it. Yeah. Not doing it. Because they might be filled with ricin. Exactly. Yeah. I was, uh, I was working at a cafe recently and this woman requested this specific kind of sugar and it got me all weirded out. I thought she was up to something. Mm-hmm. What do you, if she wanted the same sugar that what's her face had? Yeah, and she looked like a similarly, you know, wound, wound tight, very. Uh, oh, you mean like every woman, every woman on Breaking Bad, real uptight bummer. Yeah, it's, well, I mean, uh, Skyler was a real, real treat, a real joy, always in a great mood. 
Yeah, well, what, what mode is she supposed to be in? No, this, I know. Her she's got this husband, husband in his was... tidy whiteies, and he's, uh, he's we're going all over the place. And next thing, he's uh, he's uh, dealing drugs, and he's sick, and now he's uh, running around getting shot at, and they got planes crashing over their house. Right? What mood yeah. is she supposed to be in? Driving a family down a ditch. Yeah. yeah. Forcing her into yeah. a yeah. Yeah. car yeah. wash. Yeah, but she's boring. She's the boring one. She's, oh boy, she seems like a real gem. Like he was some kind of prize? Like he was some kind of prize? Oh yeah, no, I know. He, he was, yeah, he was definitely, he brought the most here, for sure. He, it was always, uh, that was one of the nice things about the show is how light it was. How light it was? Yeah, you know, I, I mean, it was always just, uh, he, he always left an episode feeling in a really good place. That show sucked. We can all say it now. It's like the Flash Gordon of our generation. What will happen to Walter? Will Walter White escape? Well, look at yeah, this. Looks like Walter White's in a real jam. It's like it's like uh, Dukes of Hazard, right? Well, looks like Walter White and Jesse Pinkman sure got themselves in a heap of trouble. Yeah, I mean, like it was like all Gus of the family. Was- old Gus Fring's coming down pretty hard on old Walter White and Jesse Pinkman. What's going to happen this time? <laughs> They're in the parking lot of El Pollo. What's it called? What's the chicken place called again? El Pollo uh, Loco. El Pollo Hermano. El Pollo Hermanos. What did you say, Pat? Pollo Loco is an actual restaurant. Take three points off. You're down to five. Mike did the math correctly on Pat. Mike, add a point to you. Mike, you take Pat's three points. Now, where does that put you? You're at nine. Who's in last place? Pat, with how many? Five? How many points do you have, Dudio? Five and six. Pat, you take, you switch points with Dudio. Yeah. All right, thanks for the call, bro. Best show. Tom? Yes. Hi, this is Luke Forster from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Welcome, Luke. Hi, I'm at work currently. I'm I, this very slow at this restaurant I'm at. Um, also, was going to say, I guess I have a little bit of a leeway that I got the box set. And it really helped me out when I moved into an apartment with a bunch of gross punk posters on the wall. And I got to put up those posters and those... Uh, the, the cards and everything, it really spruced up my apartment with all the awful, awful posters at my place. I just wanted to say that. Nice. The, the the, well, that's sweet. The, the Sharpling and Worcester box set is uh, something I'll, I'm eternally proud of. One of the high points uh, of my uh, uh, creative life was uh, getting to put that together, and uh, I will forever be proud of that. So thanks for buying it. And my other roommate brought, I had other Besha posters, something else we bonded upon. Anyways, um, I'm going to start out with, I was going to call last week, eerily enough, to talk about this time I met Bill Paxton, because it was kind of odd, but now I thought I would definitely call in to talk about this. You were going to talk about Bill Paxton last week? Yeah, I kept trying to call, but the, it's, it was just, it was busy, like constantly. I kept trying to call from, from the, the bar phone and everything, but it just wasn't going through. And then now this happened, and I was like, holy, holy moly. 
and then he died. Uh, he, he died a few days later. Yeah, it was it was super eerie, and um, obviously, I mean, I've heard some mixed reviews. Some people Bill Paxton because like, what's the big whoop? But I like Bill Paxton. He was, and, the, uh, he was great. What is he supposed to do? What is this guy supposed to do? A one man show? Blow everybody away? Well, guy showed yeah, up. I think he's not. Yeah, sorry, not No, he showed up and he did. He did the work. Right? What? Absolutely. What? Did people want to no, do song it. and dance, I'm... man? You're supposed to be doing a tap dance, right? <laughs> no, I I agree. I mean, that's the one thing that happened when I saw him. It was similar to one of your story or your story of having like a bad encounter with somebody you like. So when I, re- I came up to him, and I had a few too many, I'm going to have to admit, but I came up to him, and I, it was in Toronto, and I hugged him. I was like, Bill Paxton. And I hugged him, but he said it was too hard. It was hurting him. So I had to let go of hugging Bill Paxton. Mm-hmm. But then we just, I, I smoothed it over, and then I talked about how I liked the first movie he directed, Frailty. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that movie? I don't know if I ever saw Frailty. Matthew McConaughey stars in it. It's actually an early movie with Matthew McConaughey in it that's good, you know, because now everybody's saying... Studio just said Frailty's great. Um, Studio, take two points off. I didn't ask. I didn't ask for your... uh, (laughs) I didn't ask there, Richard Roper. So, I talked to him about that, and I talked to him how I thought that this movie with Michael Shannon was similar to Frailty. Yeah. Uh, Take Shelter. He had not seen it, but when he mm-hmm. talked about how much we liked Michael Shannon, mm-hmm. then I brought up that one of early movies for Michael Shannon was a John Waters movie, was uh, Cecil B. Demented. It was like, mm-hmm. like the second movie that Michael Shannon was ever in. Interesting. Next to Jesus' Son, which is also one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bill Paxton didn't know about that, and then I was like, ooh, I just gave a really interesting factoid to Bill Paxton. I better get the hell out of here. Yeah. I just squeezed him too hard, and now I've said a really interesting fact to be sure I love of, of Michael Shannon, talked about his movie, and I genuinely liked it, and mm-hmm. then, so it was kind of like your story, but I kind of rescued it, sort of. Yeah, yeah. But I did squeeze him too hard. Well. He was okay with it. It's a nice story. And he built the Fish Heads video, I forgot about that as well. Nice, yeah. He's, he's a genius. Nice story. Uh, great guy. <laughs> Seemed like a great guy. Everybody liked his work. It's, it's, it's sad when somebody like that uh, dies. Yeah, it's, it's very sad. So, uh, it's a nice story. But we, we, have, we have Predator, we have Twister, we have so many great things he was in. Or is that Predator 2? I'm not sure. No, they're gone now. Did you know that? Those movies are gone. We don't have them. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's, that's fair. That's it fair. was in his contract uh, that they all got deleted. Of course we still have them. All right, Tom. You have a well, grand evening. So All right, thanks, buddy. Yeah, you know, weird, uh, weird weekend. Bill Paxton passed away. Very weird. A lot of weird stuff happened uh, over the last uh, last stretch. It's been a very weird, a very strange, uh, strange time. Um. Yeah, you know, the the one thing for anybody who's local, obviously, that is going to be uh, 
that people are not going to, that I, I'm sure everybody is talking about or thinking about. I don't know if everybody knows this, but people who live in this area, in the, like the Newbridge area, uh, must have heard about the, uh, I mean, I'd say, say it. It's like at the, uh, this past weekend at the Newbridge High School Auditorium for the Pop and Rocking Arts, there was the 50th annual, um, concert, the, 50th annual Newbridge High School Pop and Rock Concert, which has been going on since, uh, 1967 and has turned into a real, uh, real kind of tradition and institution, the Newbridge, uh, High School Pop and Rock Concert, the NPNR, as people call it. Um, it's definitely one of the biggest attractions for all of Newbridge and this area. And it's, uh, yeah, it's something that everybody uh definitely locally knows about and it's it's meant a whole lot and uh I'd say at the, at, the, at this point 50 years in it's second only to uh probably New Year's Eve when they uh dropped the giant flaming muffler uh over in Kern Square uh at the stroke of midnight. And you know, we've been talking about the the people who've the musicians and the actors and the heads of state who actually come to Newbridge over the 50 years to see the, uh, the local kids or the students here, uh, sing and play and dance and do the show, do the, do the, uh, the pop and rock, uh, rocking, rocking. I always say. And, uh, this was a year of some note because, uh, the new music director, Davey Randall, was a part of the show, uh, was running it in place of, uh, Ken Lattimore, who, uh, had been doing it for decades, had been the musical director kind of guiding the, uh, the pop and rock orchestra. And he was killed, uh, late last year. Ken Lattimore died. Uh, he, he, it's a very tragic, uh, circumstances where he fell off a roller coaster and then, uh, was run over by the world's largest golf cart and then was actually dragged into the woods by, uh, I guess I gotta say alleged by a band of, uh, rabbit elves. Um, and people might be wondering why this is something, this storied is not as documented as other things are. Uh, it's because they, uh, prohibit the filming and recording of the concert. So, uh, it puts, it it kind of takes the pressure off of the kids to, to kind of let them just do the show. And it also allows, uh, kind of affords uh, a certain amount of, uh, privacy to the celebrities who do come out to the concert every year. So there is no footage of what went down, um, on Saturday night. And there are wildly conflicting reports. So we can only go on word of mouth, uh, and uh, people describe it as being 
I guess like a, I guess people calling it a riot that happened on Saturday night. And, uh, I do have a guest on the line now who <clears throat> hopefully can shed some light on what happened. And, uh, I'm going to bring him to the air now. Hopefully he can shed some light on what went down, uh, over the weekend. It's, uh, the new, uh, musical director of the Newbridge High School, uh, the pop and rock, uh, orchestra, Davey Randall. Uh, so Davey, uh, are you there? Yeah, I am. Hey, uh, thanks for having me, Tim. Uh, it's Tom. Uh, Tom, sorry. Uh, look, first of all, I, uh, I want to make clear that there wasn't a riot, okay? Uh, okay. See, people are, people are so prone to hyperbole these days. You know, a, a bacon cupcake is, is amazing, and a venison hot dog is everything. And a song that sounds like a deep cut on the second Rain Parade album is mind-blowing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, well, uh, look, that's a, that's a fair, fair point. And uh, ultimately, I'm just trying to get to the bottom of all of this, Davey. Um, well, can, can I actually call you uh, Dave? Why? Cause, um, like, no offense, you're, you're what, like 45, 46 years old? Not 47. Why? Okay, cause I just feel a little strange personally calling a middle-aged man Davy. Look, that's, that's your hang up, not mine, okay? Okay, well. Alright. Alright, so. Well, look, alright, first of all, I wanna say just how truly blessed and honored I was to be named as Ken Lattimore's replacement. I mean, the, those were some giant Birkenstocks to fill, right? Mm-hmm. And Ken brought so much joy to so many, and he made such an impact on the lives of so many Newbridge High students that it's it's really incredible once you think about it. Um, you know, of course, I, I only wish the circumstances had been, had been different. You know, what a way to go! Sure. You know, yeah. Falling off a roller coaster and then getting run over by the world's largest golf cart and then dragged into the woods by an alleged band of rabid elves. I mean, it's, it seems impossible, right? But, it's a uh, very, yeah. very, it's a tragedy, but it's also a very weird tragedy. But, you know, things happen, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I could be walking down the street and hot air balloon, you know, lands on me. And you don't think about these things. No, it's it's easy to lose sight of stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, actually, I, I'd like us all to bow our heads right now and have have six minutes of silence for for Ken starting now. I'm sorry. Sorry, you six minutes. Yes. Um, one for each of his Pomeranians. Okay. Well, look. I. No offense, Davy, but um, I, I'm as broken up about all about uh. Everything with with Ken and, uh, but six minutes is just too much time to have silence. Understood, understood. Um, we were getting back to what we were talking about. Uh, you know, I I for one was overwhelmed when I walked into that uh, high school music room. You know, and I saw the photos of the great pop and rock musicians who attended Newbridge High and mm-hmm. performed in the pop and rock orchestra when they were kids. You know the. Sure. The list is is, is 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 very impressive. Very it's, uh, yes. You know, off the top of my head, uh, 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 Pat Denizio, uh, Dave Windorf, Questlove, 
Randy Rhodes, uh, Britt Daniel, Greg Ginn, Robert Cool Bell, um, Doyle von Frankenstein, uh, Dimebag Darrell, of course, uh, Ben Gibbard, Tito Jackson, Vincent Stigma, Sabrina Ellis, um, who else? Daryl Jennifer, Kurt Vile, uh, Chuck D, mm-hmm. Carl Newman, who else? Uh, Simon Laban, Harley Flanagan, great bassist, um, Alicia Keys, Rick Ocasek, um, Lynn Manuel Miranda, um, Damian Abraham, uh, who else? Babyface, Steve Malcolmus, Adam Clayton, Ira Kaplan, uh, John Legend, and of course Joe and Albert Bouchard, just to name a couple. Yeah, um, I mean that's more than a couple, but uh, that's uh, the point is uh, I agree completely. It's it is it's crazy how many superstars got their start at uh, Newbridge High School. Yeah, that's true. And um, Davey, can I actually um, address uh, some of the rumors about what happened on Saturday night in the? Uh, Auditor over at the Newbridge uh, High School Pop and Rock Auditorium. Well, look, I'll I'll be really honest. I, I don't know where these stories uh, about there being some kind of disturbance are coming from. All right, I mean these kids perform their hearts out, and the audience went wild, just like any any concert you've ever been to and I've ever been to, where the audience feels the need to voice their appreciation. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, and and as you noted, you know, it it, it was the fiftieth anniversary of the pop and rock concert, and uh, so it, it was wall to wall stars. It was it was insane. Yeah, I mean, I've heard. I was not in attendance, so I've heard some rumors about who uh, what was there. Can you tell us uh, a few names? <clears throat> yeah, off the top of my head, uh, let's see: uh, Paul McCartney, uh, Eddie Vedder, Joan Jett, Melissa McCarthy. Stephen Stills, uh, Meryl Streep, Robert Trujillo, and Sharon Stone, who took time out of their busy schedule filming their new uh, movie, Basic Instinct, that's based with two S's, uh, John Legend, uh, Dave Navarro, Geezer Butler was there, uh, Bruce Springsteen, that was a big deal, uh, Bruce Foxton, Bruce Dickinson, uh, Bruce Thomas, Bruce Dern, Bruce Campbell, Mike Campbell, Campbell Brown, uh, Dave Mustaine, Kate Blanchett, uh, Todd Fancy, of course, uh, Peter wow. Chris, and uh, Tommy Stinson, to name just a couple. Oh, oh, cool. He was there. Um, that, uh, that's some list. It was. And what a thrill to get to meet all those legends, you know. And they loved it. They they were so appreciative of the kids and, and just so, so respectful of the kids' talent. It was really something. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm I, I, sorry. I sound a little distracted here, uh, Davey. Uh-huh. I did just get an email from a listener who was also in attendance at the uh, concert on Saturday, huh. and um, he says he managed to f- to shoot parts of it on his phone. Wait, what? Look. Recording the Newbridge High School pop and rock concert is a federal crime, okay? Just ask that guy who tried to bootleg it in 1978 and is still chained up in Kerntonimo Bay. Uh-huh. Um, That's bad. That place is bad news. You don't want to go there. Kerntonimo yeah, Bay? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't, but I do want to uh, try to get some, some clarity here, and uh, and I would like to see for myself... 
what uh, happened. There are, I guess, five clips here. And uh, I'm going to pull this first one up. Hey, come on. You don't need to do that. Well, well, no. I'll just just watch this first video. And, um, I mean, it's a high school performance, so I can kind of... I think I should be pretty safe in playing it without worrying about uh, offensive content. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and... uh, let me get this set up here. Okay. All right. Let's load this. Okay. Here it goes. It's loading. Just trying to process what that what I just saw there, uh, Davy. Uh, I just want to. I guess I should say first of all, the kids in the band and the orchestra are really, really good. Yeah, right. Yeah, but um, I guess respectfully, uh, the the singer. Um, I don't know. I don't mean I'm trying. I'm trying to say this. I guess to. He was not as good as the singers I've seen at past uh, pop and rock concerts because it's it just his voice was really uh, 
really thin. What? You gotta be kidding me. No, no, man. Jaden's a star, and he's got killer pipes. Well, I mean... You need to clean your ears out, Jack. Well, well, it's Tom. Oh, did you mean Jack just as a general kind yeah, of... Yeah, yeah. Uh, like a general tough guy? You never heard that before? Well, no, I didn't know, I didn't know if you got it wrong, because people... A lot of callers get my name wrong. A lot of guests get my name wrong. Yeah, well, because you're very unmemorable. Okay, well, I gotta just say, I'm just trying to. I, I did. I didn't know if Jack was just tough guy talk, and apparently it was. Uh, well, not, Jack not, is always tough guy talk. Yeah. Um. But uh, but uh, conversely, right. uh, Davey, when the when those three backup vocalists came in, it's it sounded great, and they. I gotta say, they kind of really overpowered the. Uh, the lead singer. Eh, they're pretty good, I guess. I don't know. But I mean, I guess in the scheme of things, it's 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 great. You gave a chance. You gave a kid a chance to um, who maybe would probably would not normally get that chance to sing in front of people. Yeah. Huh. And um, on the minus side, I will say I found the choreography to be. Uh, a little more, um, yeah, more than a little inappropriate for what? No, man, for what high school kids should be up to doing in a. What about show. it? I just thought it was kind of there were a lot of um, I guess leering. Like, well, not le- lunges. There was a lot of lunging going yeah. on. How about the I, grinding? I didn't. Yeah, the, I didn't like the lunging or the leering or the grinding. Um that they were doing well it's not for everybody but i gotta say this you know this is 2017 jack uh, tom sorry okay (laughs) and these kids live in the real world all right and they see things 20 times more erotic than that when they go to supermarket or to church 20 times okay at the i don't know if they're seeing anything 20 times more it was pretty lewd um i would i would disagree with you on that I don't know what they're seeing at church that would be 20 times uh, worse than what that was. But Maybe they go to sex church. I don't know. Okay. Well, maybe they go to sex. Maybe. Well, it, Davey, you know what? I'm just going to. Maybe they go shop for uh, groceries at erotic foods. May, you know what? Maybe they do. And if That's that would right, be the Jack. case. Jack. Okay, there's the Jack thing again. That's right. I'm assuming you still mean it. It still has the same intent. No, at this point, I actually think your name might be Jack. Yeah, I've said okay. it so much. You so, you you actually got to that point where you're like, this guy's name is Tom. This guy's name is Tom. His name is Tom, not Jack. Tom, not Jack. Tom, not, and then you're like, wait, maybe it was Jack, not Tom. I can't remember. Yes, yeah, I've said it so much. It's it's uh it's become ingrained in me, and I believe that is called Baron von von Munchausen's syndrome in reverse by proxy. Hmm. Okay, look, uh, Davey, I'm going to play the next uh, clip here. Okay. Um, this, uh, these are video clips that sent through, and this is, uh, all right, I guess this is the next performance here. Let's check this out.
Oh, wow. Um, huh. I, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta say, uh, Davey, mm. these, uh, I, I really, really can't believe you had a, that you let a group of teenagers mm. do, uh, a Gigi Allen song. Well, look, we did soften the lyrics a little bit, you know, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, look, we're trying to inject some excitement into this thing. Year after year, it, w- it was nothing but these antiquated, safe songs like, um, you know, like Yesterday and Night Fever and Listen to the Music or Sister Golden Hair, you know, that kind of lukewarm pablum, you know. Nobody wants to hear that anymore. And I'll tell you, Gigi Allen was... I still can't believe I'm referring to him in the past tense, you know. I mean, it, it seems like just yesterday that he passed on. Oh, but, you know, Mr. Allen was, he was excitement personified, and I think we can all agree that nobody has been able to fill those cowboy boots and that extra small jock strap since his passing. Well, I mean, there, look, I he was a, a, a scary, terror, a terrifying guy who was a, Ba- a very bad guy in a what? He was a showman. But there's a reason. He was a shaman. Okay, I didn't know he was a shaman. Yes. I mean, I will say there is a reason why he was called uh, Mister Excitement. That's right. Yes. It was his showbiz handle, Mister Excitement. That's right. And correct me how well do you know his his uh work uh, I, I, I know it a little you know I, I have a I have a cursory knowledge you know I, I I know of course 1980s rock and roll yeah which is uh his first uh early stuff yeah do you remember was correct me if I'm wrong on this was there a period where he had kind of like a a guy who would put like a cape on him and try to get him off state, like, like when he would be like, I can't do anymore, I can't do anymore. And they would try to put like the, the robe or the cape on him to try to get right. him to, to finish up. Do you, I mean, I can't, I, I look for, for stuff about that and I can't find anything. But I no, remember he, he did do he did do that. But his brother Merle is is very he guards that he guards the uh, the vault really uh, closely. But I have seen clips, yes, where he Merle puts the cape on him and then Gigi tears the cape off. And in this particular clip, he also tore off his own jock strap, so the audience was faced with uh, that tic tac and two BBs. So uh, yeah. Um... Now, can I just say to you, um, the kid singing, right? Same, same, same guy who sang uh, "Love Gun" also sang "Bite It, You Scum." What was his uh, name? What was his name? Uh, Jaden, Jaden. I will tell you, man, this kid—he, uh, he, a kid like this—comes along once every every generation, and he's going places. You just watch. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know? Well, I mean, I will. I guess I guess I will watch, and one thing I am going to watch is the next one of these clips that I was sent. Mm. Um, okay, let me pull this up here. All right, let's check another uh, video out from the uh, from the the concert from this past weekend. 
Oh, no. Oh. 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 That was... Oh, that was one of the most offensive things I've ever seen. You stopped it too early. <laughs> oh, uh, that's well. That's where the clip stopped, uh, Davy. Well, then you didn't get to see when President Trump got up on stage and started twerking. Oh, I guess I guess I did miss. Oh, that's. Oh, thank your loss. Uh, my, my, I don't know if that's my loss. Yeah, I don't know if, if if that's the kind of thing you want stuck uh in in your in your brain. That feels like one that would get tattooed. Uh, yeah, that was uh that was disgusting, and I could only imagine because he doesn't seem our president. It does not seem particularly um limber these. Uh, of late. Oh, he wasn't. It was kind of sad. Mm-hmm. It was like, it, you know, p- people say that he looks like a melted can- candle, like slash butter ball, mm-hmm. you know? It was like that. He had to get hoisted down onto the stage from his, you know, from his box. It was almost like, like when John Wilkes Booth jumped from the box after assassinating Lincoln. Mm-hmm. But instead of saying, um, Sick Semper Tyrannus, you know, which is what what John Wilkes Booth said. President Trump said, "I hope there's a pizza down there for me too." Yeah, I, I, uh, oh, I'm so glad I missed that that part. And the, I got to just say, also the the choreography that was like sexy. No, it was disgusting. It was oh. super creepy. What? It's just so gross. It's like showgirls level creepiness. Just the worst. Just the yeah. worst. Uh, you some know. Some people are into that. Well, some, I, I'm not. Okay. I, I'm, I'm not, Davey. I, I mean, I got, I gotta just say, it's, it's, it's frustrating because the, the, these, these young women are clearly really great singers. And you're like just treating them like, like they're just like pieces of meat. You know, it's really pretty, uh, offensive. You're only saying that because of the meat costumes they were wearing. Uh huh. Well, I didn't like the meat. I think that's, it just doesn't seem practical, first of all, to just have a, a thing where someone's, Wearing me, I mean, I know Lady Gaga did it that one time, but the, but she's got like a big budget for these things. This just seemed like like somebody went to the grocery store and just like got some 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 chops. Yeah, they did. Oh, right. so it literally was just taking chops and and what stapling them to uh, some sort of like. No, they weren't stapled. They were Velcroed. So, oh, that's so gross to Velcro meat. Yeah. You've never Velcroed meat? Uh, no. Fun. I'm, what's that? It's fun. It's fun to Velcro. Uh, look, I guess that's, that's your, that, that's your deal, Davey. I, I, that, right. I, that makes me want to, I want to barf. I gotta just say, um. Sounds like someone doesn't like PG-14 erotic infotainment. That's what it sounds like to me, yeah. the old fuddy-duddy. Mm-hmm. Well, you're, you're, you're right on that. I guess I don't like PG-14. PG-14? 14. It's a little racier than PG-13. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want nothing to do with what kids are 
doing uh with this the, but and it's it just it seems so misguided and um maybe you're misguided well maybe uh maybe I am but there's also a chance that both of us are misguided at the same time who was in that movie who was in what movie both of maybe both of us are misguided at the same time oh wow I feel uh, like I can picture him the kid from breaking away yeah, what, what's his face? Uh, what's his face? What's Earl. His, what's his face? Not Earl Cannonbear. No, Jackie, Jackie. Jackie Earl Haley. Jackie Earl Haley. Who was the, who was the love interest? Mm, oh, this is gonna kill me. It's on the tip of my tongue. It's on the tip. Maria Conchita Alonso. That's it. Yes. I thought you were going to say Mom's Mabley. No, it was not Mom's Mabley. I don't know if she would have overlapped uh, with uh, Jackie Earl Haley. Quite possibly not. And um, I also do remember that Jackie Earl Haley's father was played by um, WWF Commissioner Jack Tunney. I don't remember that. Yeah, and he was not a good actor. And mm. they would just kind of cut away from him. Right. And um they ended up doing a lot of his dialogue was like in like like subtitles on the screen, but he was speaking English. That doesn't happen often. I've never seen that. That's how bad his act his acting was so bad they were I think they were probably worried that people wouldn't be able to pay attention to the to the content right. of it because they would just be like wow this guy's bad when they then they would say to themselves have i ever seen a guy be this bad in a movie very distracting to the and, to the viewer yeah. it takes you out of the scene and then the next thing you know they're not even remembering what's going on in the movie they're just staring at him just, just going oh my god look like, at that guy like did they, somebody owe this guy a a favor and they had to put him in the movie and just like right. all the, like how, how did, and then next thing you know, half the movie's over. Um, it's a very unsatisfying, uh, experience. It was, that was actually on the poster, that quote. That was the quote from, uh, Gene Siskel. He said, it's a very unsatisfying experience. That's the best they could get. It was. And the funny thing is, it wasn't even a full thing. It was, it's dot 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 a very dot 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 unsatisfying Ooh. dot 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 experience. People can see through that. Yeah, they couldn't even they couldn't even fake a good quote. Right. Well, I, yeah, Davey, I just got to say another thing that seems to really be laying out here watching these clips of this mm. uh, is that something with the with the concert. It's the, it's been going on for for fifty years. Is that different students get to sing each song, and it's kind of what the whole. Po- You're right there. Yeah, it's kind of the whole point of the 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 concert is to showcase all the different stu- different students and give them a chance to uh, to sh- kind of show their stuff. Mm. But you've let this one guy. What? What is his name again? Jaden. Uh huh. Okay, you let this guy Jaden, who I gotta say, by the way, could not have less star quality. He's 
he he looks like he's like a backup backup quarterback, like a third string quarterback. Like he's jockey and muscle bound, but doesn't seem even like good. I don't even know if he'd be good at football, but he, he definitely has that bullyish kind of macho jock vibe. Um, coming out, he actually looks more like a wrestler. I guess is the way to say it is what he what this guy was his name again? Jaden. Jaden. Yeah. That he he definitely has like it's like a wrestler kind of vibe, like a like well, a high, he, like a high school wrestler. He is. Or he was, he was, sorry. Wait, Jaden. Yeah. Not Jaden Reynolds. Yes, yeah. Not the kid who was kicked off the, the Newbridge High wrestling team. Yeah, yeah. Back in, what was that, like it was in December. Exactly, yeah, Not too yeah. long ago. He was caught dumping uh, dirty motor oil into the basement of the first Newbridge Episcopal Church. Is that him? That's him, yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, we've all, we've all got mistakes in our, in our past, right? And, Sure, Jaden lost his way a little bit last year, but he, he's really found his, his home on the stage. It's such a it's such a blessing and a gift. Well, can can I ask with the with this? He was dumping dirty motor oil into the church basement. Well, it it, it wasn't that that blatant. He was changing his motor oil, mm-hmm. and somehow the the dirty motor oil. I don't know. It must have trickled somehow into the basement of the church. But it wasn't one vehicle's worth of motor oil, was it? Uh, I don't think it was. No. Do you do you, uh, just give me a guesstimate on how much motor oil it was? Well, it was his car, and then it was also a fleet of cabs. Uh, what's that? It was a fleet of cabs too. A fleet of cabs. Yes. So, how much motor oil are we talking about? I don't know. Five barrels. Five barrels of motor oil. Yes. That he dumped into this church. Look, I'm not his keeper. Mm-hmm. Okay, look, I'm trying to just get to the bottom of it. It's a, he does not seem like a great guy. He doesn't seem like he belongs on stage, but he also, on top of that, is the kid who did some pretty bad stuff. You know, I just... I know, I know, and I, I, I'm just glad he didn't mention the other thing that he did. What's the other thing? Well, when the pastor, you know, who caught him dumping the motor oil into the basement, mm-hmm. when he caught him, um, Jaden gave him a, like a power wedgie. He gave the pastor a power wedgie. Yeah, yeah. He had to basically what a power wedgie is is when you do it on a man of the cloth, you take off his robe and then you loop the robe, you know, under the you know under his carriage. Like, ah, can I say the word taint on your show? Well, you just did. I mean, okay, well, right. it goes under his taint. Mm-hmm. And then the taint. No, stop! Please, is, don't, stop! Stop getting. I didn't. I don't want you to get more specific with it. Okay. Well, basically, the robe goes under the taint. Stop, stop! Stop! Davey, stop it! Okay. Well, you get the gist of it. Basically, oh, I got, he, no, gets I got, up, he gets hung up. Yeah, no, the no, robe no. Under the teeth. I got the gist of it a long time ago. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know how smart you are. Yeah. Well, I, this is not a matter of intelligence to figure out. Look, okay, look, I'm just going to, let me play this other, this next clip here. Mm. Let me just see what, okay, hold on one second. This is from the concert on Saturday. Okay, well, that that sounds nice. Nice strings. Mm. 
say she was a sex fiend. I met her in a hotel lobby, wagging off to the magazine. Oh, wait. Oh. 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 Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Davey, I, I, I don't even know where to begin. Pretty cool, right? <laughs> I, I gotta say, I, 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 I don't even know how to convey to people what I just saw. Mm. With, yeah, that was that was um, that was very upsetting. It was like, well, first of all, I guess it start it started with like a like a groove that was played by a different drummer than than we had seen on the first two uh, songs. Yes. Yeah, that was Hayden Bordner. He's a very gifted fifth grader at the Newbridge Fame School. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there was some, it's a really nice, uh, it's a, the cellos. It was a, a couple of young women were playing very, uh, re- really well, nice melody on the, on cellos. Yes, yeah. That was two of our Danish exchange students, Isabella and Sonia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the, 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 uh, young lady was singing, the female vocalist started with that. Yeah, that's Rachel Hirsch. Yeah, she's okay. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I would say she's, she's just okay. I mean, yeah. she, that, she has an amazing voice and she's got a lot of presence and she, it seems like she could, if she wanted to become a professional singer, she could do that right now. Huh. I don't see it, but to each his own, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then there was a, I guess everybody, I, I gasped, I think, was, um, and you could hear the audience gasping also when, uh, what, what's his name again? Jaden Reynolds. Jaden Reynolds. You're yeah. going to remember that name when he's a billion selling artist. Okay. Well, Jaden Reynolds, when he started singing, you could hear everybody gasp because instead of like being on stage, mm-hmm. he appeared in the center, um, like I guess the center aisle of the theater, mm-hmm. holding like a flashlight up under his face as he began to, uh, as he began to sing. Yeah. I gotta, hold on. I gotta play this. This, uh, I gotta hear the, uh, see, uh, let me see this again. It's pretty impressive. Hold on. Okay, yeah, she's really good. I knew a girl named Nikki, I guess. You could say she was. Oh, that is, that. Wasn't that cool? No, no, it was, it was not cool. It was terrifying. That is maybe, that's that no that is the creepiest thing I've uh, per- creepiest performance I've ever seen. And uh-huh. I I've seen uh I saw a, a porno for Pyro's in store. Well, well but man, I'll tell you this thing was like was like Frank Booth from Blue Velvet meets a Slee Stack from Land of the Lost, but they're doing perv music. Mhm. It's pretty neat. You don't see it much. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I guess you don't see that. No, no, you would not see that much. Um, all right, there's one clip left here that I guess is the final clip. Oh, uh, 
You know, you don't need to play that. Come on. Well, I don't have to. Oh, well, now, nah, now nah, I'm definitely. You, the, you got the gist of the show. No, no, no. Now I'm definitely going to play it. I, Why? I have to. I have to play this. Because you, because I'm going to play. Let's check this out. This is the final uh, video I was sent of the. Okay. like the this is the riot part i'm seeing the crowd people are setting their programs on fire okay now now i see a lot of now they're pulling their seat cushions out and throwing them around the auditorium oh my god now people are like setting the acoustic tiling on fire Oh my god, now they're using the instruments, the band instruments to literally fight each other. Each, there's like a grown man swinging a tuba around. He's, he just knocked over, oh my god. This is, now they're rolling up the carpets and putting them into plastic. I guess they're gonna try to return them for like store credit or something. That's not, um, Wow, this is horrifying. If this is real, oh my god, it explodes! Now the statues that honor all the legends who performed are, are being. Oh, what is it with these explosions? They're tearing down the Larry Craig statue of him demonstrating his wide stance. Oh my god! 
This is horrifying. And now there goes the Jim Belushi statue. There goes the Jim Belushi. And there goes the Gallagher Brothers statue. Oh, my God. It just... The Belushi statue fell on top of the Gallagher Brothers statue. Oh, my God. Oh, my... Ah, Oh. I got to give some... Davy, I, I, I'm I'm speechless. You tried to say that this was just people exaggerating. Well, about, things things might have gotten out of hand. You know, uh, oh, my, it just I I got to try to give a little bit of context to how it all went down. No, man, you don't need to do no, that. No, that's all right. Look, I, got, I should go. No, 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 Davey, please. Uh, let's let's get to the bottom of this. Before the riot started, and that was a riot, people were tearing down statues, and there was one guy I saw literally eating the foam padding of seat cushions. Maybe he was hungry. I don't know. Okay, well, it seems like people were turning into, like, animals. And, Sometimes music does that to people. Well, to get, to give some to explain how it all went down, uh, what led to the the riot was what was the kid's name again? Jaden Reynolds. Jaden. Okay, Jaden came out on a uh, was is that like a BMX bike? A BMX. Yeah. yeah, that's what you'd call. Okay, he came out on stage on a BMX bike. And uh, I gotta say that was it, 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 I'm, be, I'm I'm being generous by by calling it singing. Um, that was his worst performance yet by like a mile. That was his worst performance. Well, he, you know, he he had notes he had notes to hit that you know it, maybe his voice wasn't f- fully warm up uh, warmed yet. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Well, it was horrifying, and then. He that was Motley Crue's "Girls, Girls, Girls," and then the, the 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 young women they're they're dressed in like leather. It was it's, that's the it's the gyrating. It was so disgusting. It was like yeah, it was like a like a penthouse style thing. It was disgusting. And how he, about the strip clubs that he that he named? Have you ever been to any of those? No, no, I haven't. And I don't know, that's, why are you, you sound so proud of that. You never been to Knockers on Pancake Boulevard? Oh, I've never been to, oh, God. Dial Tales? No. The Pudding Shack? No. The Booby Shop? Uh, no, no. And then, when Rachel, who can actually sing, mm. starts cutting loose, it's like she was singing like she was finally like let out of like a cage and could finally be free to show everybody what she was actually capable of in this whole night. You know, that's offensive, Tom. We did not have her in a cage. She was going to be in a cage during the next song, which, was, of course, was F Like a Beast by Wasp. Okay, well, that's, dis- that's beyond disgusting. Well. These are like kids. That is so gr- Gross. That this, this is just so inappropriate for high school. And, but then she's singing and everybody starts getting into it and really going nuts over how good of a singer she is. Rightfully so. And you can even see Paul McCartney and I was it, and Denzel Washington. Yeah, he was in the box with him. Yeah, they were cheering. But then, then that kid, Jaden. 
Why can't you remember his name? I just said it. It's Jaden. Very frustrating. I, That's the most frustrating thing of the call for me. I just said his name was Jaden. You eked it out. All right, go ahead. So then he seems he seems totally jealous that she's finally uh, that somebody talented is is showing what they can do. So she's singing. So then he goes over and he knocks the mic out of her hand. And then he says a really crude thing to uh, Officer Harrop's wife, who was in in a, in the audience, while he was honking on was that like a clown horn? Yeah, but where was the clown horn? Yeah, it was poking out of his fly. Yeah, yeah, it was. T- oh, that's disgusting. Well, look, Tom. There needs to be an element of humor in all music, you know, just like the best Frank Zappa stuff or King Missile. There needs to be, what did you say, an element of humor? No, there of doesn't. Of humor in all music. No, no, there doesn't. Sure no, there does. No, there doesn't. Have you ever heard the song called Jazz Part? The Zappa one. Yes, it's great. It was I his biggest it. hit. It was, um... Yeah, it was I guess, on Joe's Other Garage. Joe's Other Garage, which, yeah, that was uh, like a 5LP set. Well, it was short. Yeah, I guess he he decided he needed to kind of do what the punks were doing at that point and turn in something that was kind of economical. Yes. Hey, question for you. Yeah? Uh, uh, Of the two artists I'm about to name, who do you think was most pleased with themselves? Frank Zappa or Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young? Oh, I think Frank Zappa. I think he can. I think Frank Zappa is was please was so self satisfied enough to beat out four people being self satisfied. Could be, could be. Although yeah. he was very humble when he played that uh, that bicycle uh, for Steve Allen. Oh no, he was at that point a high school student. Yes, who was looking down at Steve Allen as if he could barely. Contain him the throw up he was fighting back being in the presence of somebody like that that's right yeah yeah he had it early yeah uh yeah i i gotta say uh davy the it's really upsetting this uh this concert and that that fly that uh, horn in the fly moment was <laughs> right. it was yeah. funny no it wasn't funny and it's exactly where the crowd turned on uh Jaden. And started, people were throwing stuff at him, Mm. and there were people trying to actually get on stage to actually, what, like, attack him? Or kill him, yeah. Yeah, Or kill, yeah. But then he goes out of frame, he climbs up on one of the, uh, the curtains, like, starts kind of like, like, kind of, uh, shimmying up one of the curtains. Yes, yeah, very, very nimble, very dexterous. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, then it just seems like it's a, a scene of just, Rampant rioting amongst, uh, like, which is like what seven thousand people in attendance. Yes, it, it holds seven seven thousand. It, it's definitely one of the bigger high school auditoriums, that's for sure. Yeah, not what you'd think of. Usually, a high school auditorium, you're talking about what eight hundred. Eight hundred, yeah. Yeah, this is this is. Uh, I, I will give give them credit. Uh, it's a big deal. Yeah. So it's a shame it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> that that. Uh, yeah, well, I, I guess that that's uh, everyone's lost then. So, right, yeah. yeah. But look, you know, people reacted the same way when Stravinsky debuted The Rite of Spring and when Emerson, Lake, and Palmer first played Tarkus. You know, it's the same thing. 
music, um, what is it? Music drives the savage beast insane? No, it's, it's music makes cows crazy. Music makes, I don't know if it's music makes cows crazy or drives the savage beast. I, look, it doesn't matter what it is, Davey. Um, this is a giant mess and, the one thing I'm wondering above all right now is where where is uh, uh, Jaden Reynolds now? Oh, well, you know, no one has seen him since Saturday night. Uh, you, you know, he, he was last seen getting into this green AMC Pacer. Oh, Tom, I'm I'm really beginning to worry about him. You know, people are saying that he 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 might have met a. A, uh, a tragic end. He, he might have had a, a, he might have come up a foul. Is, is that a term? Do you come up a foul or do you meet in a foul circumstance? No, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure, but that's horrible that that would be, it would be any version of that. It's truly terrible. And, um, you know, I, I gotta say, I, I, for the life of me, uh, Davy, I can't understand why you would keep letting Jaden, uh, sing lead. On all of those songs, over and over, but then you are relegating these really great uh, female singers to just being backup singers and being in degrading uh, costumes and in degrading songs and just, I, I don't know where, what would, in for the life of me, would make you make decisions like that. Are you going to tell them or am I? What? Wait, what, what, who, who was just said that? Tom. Hello? It's me, Tom, Jaden. Jaden? Yes. Jaden Reynolds? Yes. Got a gun on me, Tom! He's got a gun on, who's got a gun on who? I've got a gun on Davey. Try to keep up, please. Okay. Open your ears, jackass. <laughs> Alright, I, I kinda missed it there. For a second, Jaden. So, I, I, Jaden, I thought you you might actually have be like, a, you know, dead. Yeah, so did Davy. Mm-hmm. How convenient that would have been, huh? You know, Davy, that that green pacer you told me to get into that was going to drive me to safety. Well, it drove me to Colonel Nino body dumping ground out on Quicklime Highway, where they almost got me, but I got away. Hold hold on a second. This I'm trying to follow this. Yes. You're implying that Davy tried to tried to have you killed. And hey, Tom, this phone's about to die. We should go. Okay, we'll talk to you later. No, wait, no, wait. No, here, use mine. We'll use Jaden's phone. Yes. Okay, so he was trying to have Jaden. He was trying to have you killed. What? Why? Tom, my name isn't really Jaden Reynolds. I mean, it is, but it, but it isn't. My real name is Brad Jennings, and I'm not a teenager. I'm 52. Wait, hold on. You're 52, 52 yes. years old. Yes. Okay, you sound a lot younger than 52. Oh, I know. That's because I'm doing massive doses of Yungoproxen. Mm-hmm. Oh, Yungoproxen, which is this drug that makes lowers people's uh, kind of physical... Age, it like reverses the aging process. Exactly, yeah. yeah. All the stars take it. It's really mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But look, anyway, I I met Davey Randall at karaoke night at Los Amigos last November. Uh huh. 
And we got to talking, and I confided in him that I always wanted to be a singer, you know, but I never followed through with that. And I'd give anything to have a chance to sing in front of a big crowd now, you know. So, so Davey tells me that he can arrange for just that if I help him do one favor. What, what, what favor? Push Ken Lattimore off a moving roller coaster at 146 Flags over Newbridge Amusement Park. Oh, my God. So so he was, Ken Lattimore, the previous band director, was murdered? You can't prove that! But, Tom? Yeah? Only Ken didn't die from falling off the roller coaster. Okay. He landed on the cotton candy stand, which was actually made out of cotton candy. So it was a very soft landing. Sure, the stand was made of cotton candy. So then Davey hijacked the world's largest golf cart, mm-hmm. which, of course, was being shown at the amusement park, you know, like as, as, as an attraction. Yeah. And then he proceeded to run Ken over 32 times. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah. But you know that thing about his body being dragged into the woods by a pack of rabid elves? Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, that's not true. Okay, yeah, that, that seemed a little uh, far-fetched. Yeah, they weren't rabid. Each one of them had a very clean bill of health. Oh, so the, the, wait, the, the rabid part was the part that was not true. Yeah, they're very, they're very healthy. They keep in shape. Okay, it's not the, Perhaps you've seen them working out, you know, on the side of the highway? The, uh, these elves? Yes, yeah. I, I've never, yeah, I, I tend to keep my eyes on the road. When yeah, I, when he, I, to each his own, I guess, right? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty, I try to be a safe driver. That's great. Yeah. You know, anyway, so then, now that Ken was out of the way, Davy applied for and got the job as the musical director for the pop and rock concert. Mm-hmm. And in payment for helping him do that very flagrant deed. Yeah. Davy let me sing, lead, and pick all the songs for the concert. See, they were all songs from my youth. Very cool songs with great messages. Oh, yeah, those songs all had amazing messages, real, mm-hmm. real I like this, uh, the Kiss song where, where he warns the woman that if she tries to leave him, you know, she'll be, she, you know, she'll be, uh, she'll be very upset. Yes, it's, it's, every, every song has, sounds, they're, they're super, yeah, those songs are, are all bad messages and they have no place being in a high school, uh, setting at all. It's not surprising that somebody, that's why these kids were doing songs from the 80s. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because a 52-year-old man was picking them. Well, I think the kids like to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, from, I mean, the gen- from the greatest generation. I don't know if that's the greatest generation. Okay, the best generation. Okay. Well, I've never heard that either, but I well, got, that explains that explains everything, I guess. Kind of wraps it up in a nice little package. Yeah, and I guess it's 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 weird. It's kind of like that movie, um, "Oh God, You Devil," the third uh, "Oh God" movie. It's my favorite film. Yeah, but but harder to follow. A little more convoluted than than the third "Oh God" movie. Yeah, yeah. You know. Paul, I'll tell you something. I, I'm actually enjoying being a precocious teenager. You know, who f stuff up. Mm-hmm. See, I, I was never a bad kid or a bully when I was young, so it's fun to be a little stinker now. Oh, so you're you're a little. Ugh, that's that might be the worst thing I've heard all night. Well, ooh, you know, speaking of, uh, it's time to re up my uh, young approxin dose. Hang on here. You bastard! I made you. Wait, what's? What, what, Look, while I've got my needles out, I think I sh- I should give someone here a shot of uh, silencia. 
Silencia. That's that's yeah. that drug. That's the Kern pharmaceutical that makes people like like medically stop talking. Yeah. Oh, it totally works. Mm-hmm. All right, hang on. I'm gonna do myself here. All right, now it's it. Now it's David's your turn. All right, hold still. Oh no. What? Oh no. Oh my god. I thought I was injecting myself with younger proxen and David with silencia? Mm-hmm. But I injected us both with K9 butol. K9? What is K9 butol? It turns into a dog. Wait, why would anyone even take a drug that would turn you into a dog? Why does anyone do anything, Tom? Well, that's a fair point. I mean, right? I, you know. But I, Davy? Jaden? Hello? Jaden? Jaden? Wow. Huh. As Mel Allen said, how about that? That was the weirdest moment. That's it. That's just the weirdest moment. That's the weirdest moment. And I'm going to say to you right now, we're going to be back with Kurt Brownaller in one second after we hear a record by, I play him a lot, I don't care, I'm going to keep playing him till the end of time, because I do what I want to do here on The Best Show, it's my show, you don't tell me what to do, Destroyer. There ought to be a law, there ought to be a railroad, to take me away to take me away there ought to be a law a notion of escape oh street hawk 2 from the album street hawk a seduction by destroyer destroyer merge records reissued that you like that, Mike? Yeah. Four points for you, Mike. I thought it was How many points do you have, Dudio? Three. Three? You have zero now. How about you, Pat? Six. You're at seven now. I want to welcome to the show a very special guest. This is somebody I've known for years. He is one of the funniest guys. He is one of the nicest guys. No, not not you. Calm down. It's Kurt Brownaller, not you. <laughs> hey, Tom. How are you? It's Kurt Brownaller. <laughs> hey, Tom. How are you, Kurt? Good. I'm happy you're playing Destroyer. I know, right? Damn. That um, song Times Square gets stuck in my head, and I can't just stop walking around. Times Square. Oh, I can't. It just it's an earworm. Oh no, he's he's the. It's like, 
He, I, 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 I'm awed by Dan Behar. I can't handle it sometimes. People like that. Talent. What's it like? To, and I'll ask you this. What's it like to have talent, Kurt Brownoller? I'd like oh, to know I'm one cr- of these days. Well, I'd like to just taste. I'd like to taste where you, guys like you and Dan Behar live. I visit once in a while. I come through, like on vacation, but I'm a tourist. I wish I could tell you, Tom. I left. I don't live there anymore. But you don't live in Talent Town anymore? No. No. I mean, I make day trips for moments. Oh, I... It's unfortunate. Look, I know for a fact, (laughs) Kurt Brownoller, they don't give specials over at Comedy Central to people who don't have talent. And you have a special that is going to be, is it... Friday? Is it Friday? It's Friday. It is Friday. This Friday. Friday at midnight. A special called Trust Me. <laughs> Everyone really gets into pronouncing it excitedly. I always thought of it as a more downplayed title, but I appreciate the excitement with which it's delivered. So how do you picture you would say the title of your special? Trust Me. Oh. So it's got a little, uh, a little sense of, should I trust this guy? It's got a little, it's got a little shoulder shake right yeah. before. Trust me. Ah, so it's, it's, it's more of a, it's more of a kind of lean in a little bit and this guy just goes, trust me. Not, meanwhile, yeah. everybody else is screaming in your face, trust me! <laughs> everybody, <laughs> like, there, to be fair, there is no exclamation point. At the end of it, so people are putting that there themselves. You, if you, uh, you are you just your, your thing tracks for doing it. So because Comedy Central Friday night midnight at midnight classic TV time. Yeah, look, Comedy Central at midnight is usually the domain of. Other of, uh, of the show at midnight. <laughs> so people watch it four nights, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You get a little something different. You get Kurt Brownoller doing. Is this an hour? Is this an hour special? It is an hour. Now, how long does that take to do to put the material together for an hour special, Kurt? I think it took me like two years. I don't have the patience but... for that. That's a long, that's a long time. I would hope to get it down to less than that, but I think maybe two years is my sweet spot. That is a long time. Two years. Cause then you get these guys, they work on a thing for, for, uh, for ten years and then they burn all their stuff and then they don't know what to do cause all their jokes were in the thing and then they're like, do, what do I do? Everybody's gonna hear the stuff they saw on TV now. But you're, you're I mean, not. That- you're not a gag man. You're not, you're not Henny Youngman. You're not, uh, it's not one-liners. You're, you're, you're talking about you. You're funny because you're you, Kurt. Tom, I got some gags. I got some gags in this one, Tom. Oh, wait. Oh, so maybe things change. Uh, apparently it's just you doing, what if it was you just doing rapid fire one-liners? I'm like, I'm like, oh, I guess I, uh, didn't realize he kind of shifted gears a little bit, and it's just you going, "Say everybody, you know, 
the other day I talked to my doctor and he said blah 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 and it's just like you're just doing that for an hour and it's mostly doctor wife wife and dinner jokes and that's di- the, how the section breaks down so you start off with doctor stuff mhm yep some good ones like my doctor said I was sick and I said how sick am I and then I have the crowd continually say how sick am I for about 15 minutes and it's a different punchline each time I tell them how sick I am and then people are like and then at the end are you just like no seriously I'm actually sick I... and then I <laughs> I tip my hat I wear a hat that's like a like a nice fedora uh-huh. and then I tip my hat and I say I have cancer and then I put it back on and then we're into the wife material I don't give them any time to think about what I just told them into the wife material it seems a little jarring but, oh, it's it's jarring. There's nothing comforting about watching this special. No, this this seems like it's veering away from traditional definitions of comedy, even in the most uh, liberal sense of comedy, to just suddenly... Well, you're really not going to like what happens at the 30-minute oh, mark, then. I don't want it. I don't know if I want it. Look, I'll watch it. I'll watch it, because I fly the flag for you. I'll fly the flag for you. I'll watch it. What I would I love to hear I would love to hear what you actually think of it. Oh. Have you ever honestly gotten an honest opinion about your own work from someone? I don't know if I ever have. Yeah, sure you have. But you can never be sure, Tom. Well, you don't we... know if someone just has an agenda or they're trying to make you feel good. You just never know what people actually think. In your case, Kurt Brownoller at Kurt Brownoller, <laughs> KurtBrownoller.com. Yes. You can trust in this. You're funny. You're funny. You're funny. People say you're funny. If people say, I laughed at that thing, just trust them. They're not pulling. This is not some long con they're doing where finally you're going to realize all your money's gone. And then you realize that that person told you you were funny for 10 years. And then you're like, wait, no, this was a, this was a, a financial investment office. This was, this is where my stockbroker was. And now it's an, it's like the Spanish prisoner. It's just this empty office now. He told me I was funny. And now this place is. No, he was right. That, that was his office there, that corner office. <laughs> like, no, you're funny. And I would say, though, with comedy, you know, because people laugh. They laugh when you're doing the thing. You yeah, I'm a, I don't know. I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting paranoid in my old, my old age. <laughs> Look, you're, you're in a, you're in a, you're in a weird place right now. <laughs> this is, you're not supposed to be thinking. Super clearly day to day stuff because you you got you have an exciting there's an event coming. Yeah, about, it could happen. My wife could give birth while we are on the phone. Oh my god, that would be historical for the show. I would take you with me. I would let her would, know. I, Sorry, we're gonna do this bit. You'd be like, <laughs> it's comedy, and she's just like, when does comedy stop? And you're like, never. <laughs> Welcome to our life. <laughs> and she's like, and she's like, okay, look, I knew you were, I knew you were into it, but <laughs> there's a point where 
I don't even know what you're getting out of this by keeping this thing going publicly. It's not like, it's not like you're making money on this. It's not like Tom is making money on this bit. No one is profiting from this continuing. Can I just go please have the baby like a normal person has a baby without it being broadcast? It's podcast history, baby. It would we be. We gotta do it. It would be that would be podcast history, and that would—I'm telling you—that would get you in pod mass, Kurt. <laughs> Finally, yeah. Finally, look. These days, it seems like pod mass. They talk about that hamburger men show where the two guys go to Carl's Jr. and they talk about uh, this, the whatever. They talk about the curly fries that show or there'll always be a show like hey what happened to richard simmons it's like guys look that sounds super interesting that one doesn't exactly have legs let me let me come back to me in three years with the what happened to richard simmons podcast <laughs> like like every did you hear the richard simmons thing it's about what happened to richard simmons okay that sounds great I've been doing this since Bill Clinton was president. I've been doing my show. And I'm still here. <laughs> it's like, hey, my, look, and maybe some things are meant to have a limited run and other things are meant to keep going. Maybe I was supposed to stop uh, 15 years ago. I don't know. But that would get you in pod mass if Kurt Brownoller, if Lauren had her baby. On your podcast, you would shift podcast. You would say, all right, you're going to record this for me, but this goes over to my podcast. You can't <laughs> podcast. Like, you and I would have to respect that. Turn it off that. now. That Turn would, it off now. Yes. This is going on mine. That would be <laughs> that would be full. I don't think anybody in the podcast court could uh, could argue that. They would, you would have to get uh, – you'd have, you'd have uh, the right of way on that one. <laughs> and then the first – like once we get to the to the hospital, the first twenty minutes is just kind of joking around with the doctor before we get <laughs> yeah. down to the actual delivery. Yeah, and then you do a uh, you do a Casper mattress ad with the doctor, <laughs> <laughs> screaming in the background. Yeah, you're, you're let me wife, tell you about Mac Weldon. Yeah, your your wife is begging you for you to <laughs> hold her hand. And you're telling everyone about the coupon code they get with Mac Weldon, the hoodie that they can order, and get 10% off and free shipping. Remember, the coupon code is B-A-B-Y. B-A-B-Y. <laughs> that would, yeah. I think, I think you're almost, there's a part of you, because you like, <laughs> you like pranks, and you like stunts, and things like that. You've. You've chartered skywriting planes to write How Do I Land? And you've done all sorts of, you've driven around the country in a giant, what was it again? It was a giant butt. But. Yeah. It's a giant yep. butt. You've, 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 you rode a ski, uh, a, 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 like a, uh, like a jet ski down what, what river again? The Mississippi. Yeah, the Mississippi. Oh, that one. Yeah, that river. Oh, the Mississippi. It slipped my mind there for a second. <laughs> you know, the one that cuts America in half. 
the Mississippi. Yeah. There's a part of you that's just like, oh, I think I might be leaving something on the table here with this. <laughs> I'm just salivating right now. Oh, I shouldn't have given this idea to Tom. Yeah, or you're just like, oh. Well, I'll tell you this. It's all yours. Ah, oh, thank you. Podmath, here I come. Now, I want to ask you something. You had said when you moved from New York to Los Angeles that you were going to no, go back and this. forth. How, how's that? I knew working? this was how's coming the, up. How's the 50-50 split working for you <laughs> of going? And I said to you, no one ever does that. No one ever comes back and forth and back. You'd need two of everything. You just couldn't. You just physically. Well, you'd just be like, all right, I'm going to buy a second uh Here's, uh, my second, uh, uh, the, 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 like one of those trays that separates silverware. You'd have to be like, well, do we pack the silverware, uh, tray or do we buy two or do we have two? It's like you, you can't do it. And look, I don't blame you. It's nice out there. You should be out there. You go surfing every day and you're having a great time out there. That's where you're supposed to be. All your friends are out there. Tom, but don't you realize? That that is what we did. We when we left, I was so convinced I would be fifty fifty. We left everything in Brooklyn oh, and bought all okay. new stuff out here. And then when we decided to stay out here, mm-hmm. I was trying to sell it to the guy who we were like renting our apartment to. He tried to lowball us, uh-huh. and so then to spite him. We just gave it all away because I tried to sell it for a day. That I had like fifteen hours trying to get rid of everything I own. No one bought anything. People just came to, like, hang out, uh, just people off the Internet. And then uh, we just put it on Craigslist for free and gave away everything we owned just to spite the guy because we didn't like him. I'm going to say I agree with you overall on that. But from his standpoint, he was figuring, yeah, they don't have a whole – this is not exactly a seller's market here. They they left all their stuff here, and they don't want this stuff back. I don't think I have to pay top dollar for these things. Now, now, but he lowballed us. I'm talking uh, like 5% of our asking price. All right, well, that's... I understand you come in at like 75%, 50%. He came in at like 5%, and it's like, go fuck yourself. Oh, sorry. There you go. There you go. That's one. You like that, Mike? There you go. I'm sorry. Don't worry. Don't worry. No, I'm I'm ashamed. I'm in the dog. I'm in the dog house now. Don't worry. But you're, you're, you're spend most of the year or all the year in Los Angeles now because everybody's there. Kristen Shaw is there. Your comedy partner who you just celebrated an anniversary with of Hot Tub. 12 years. 12 years of doing Hot Tub. Your live yeah. show. And you're 15. Uh, it's more than 15, actually, at this point. It's more than 15. I say 15 because when I say the actual number, it feels uh, like, what, what, am I, what am I doing? <laughs> it, it actually hurts a little bit to, it, to say it the It burns right. your mouth. It burns my mouth a little bit. Yeah. Now, Kurt... What is 2017 other than you becoming a dad? What, 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 what do we got? We got the special, which is this Friday. Trust me. See, I added a little, <laughs> sl- that's more sleazy. Than, I thought it was like a used car salesman. Maybe a little more that's, than what you were looking for. 
No, that's fine. I accept that. That's better than the excited version. Sure. The screaming. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, so you got the special, you got the, the baby. And what else? What else are you, what else can we look forward to? The fans of Kurt Brown all are. I uh, got a, uh, there's a podcast that I'm doing with Joe DeRosa uh, called Emotional Hangs, which is all about adult friendship and us getting vulnerable about friendship. I like, I like that. I've, I've, I've been, you've done a few of them, right? I haven't heard it yet, but you're a couple yeah, episodes in. Yeah, we just in. started. Yeah. yeah. And what's it called again? Emotional Hangs. And do you guys start off in an emotional place or do you have to get there? Are you like coming in like ready to, ready to lose it now? Or do you have to kind of lower the, lower the guard? We have different, uh, it really, it it depends based on the episode, but we have different, you know, segments. There's a vulnerability corner where one of us reads from a, from a journal entry Uh and then the other either, uh, you know, makes them feel better about it or makes fun of them. There's another one, which is uh, where we'll we'll bring up something that we feel bad about that we did in our past, and then the other person will forgive us. We also interview just friends. We interview good friends, people who've become friends since they've been adults, uh, and talk about how it is to maintain adult friendships. You know, you and I became friends as adults, and yes. I think they're a very specific type of relationship. I think... When when I talk to people who say, well, I met everybody I wanted to meet, I go, it's like that's the worst thing. That's the saddest thing imaginable because it's like if you, what, you're done meeting people and becoming friends with people, that's like, what, what, why are you still alive then? It's like, ooh, I've just, I feel like I've eaten all the food I'm going to eat now. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, and like, yeah, I can't learn anything more than I can for people I knew when I was nine. Really? There's nothing. So you just hit the lottery with the people you grew up next to that you get everything you need out of them or could want out of them or they could want out of uh, another person when you were children. I don't buy it. I grew up in Genius Town. Which is next to Talent Town, which I have never been to neither of those towns. Oh, get off it. Look, you've been to Talent Town. You live in Talent Town. Genius Town, you pass through. I'll pass. I'll, I'll, I'll be adjacent to Genius Town, but you live in Talent Town and drive through Genius Town to get back and forth to the <laughs> office every day. So I'm not going to take it. So you have this show. You have the new podcast. Mm-hmm. Any and, and and Hot Tub is every uh, what now Monday? Hot Tub's every Monday night at the Virgil with Kristen and I. Um, just continuing to slog through. Yeah. You're following, this is your life's work. <laughs> and I'm sure now, I'm sure you're doing Bob's Burgers, right? Every now and then. Sure, yeah. What's that like? Um, I'm doing six episodes of, uh, Lady Dynamite. Mm. Um, and then, the, oh, this summer, the big sick comes out. That's, That's right. Mel Nanjiani and Emily Gordon's film that I was in and helped, uh, write on. Very excited about that. The toast of Sundance. <laughs> Were you at Sundance? Did you go to Sundance, Kurt? I yeah, I, I had never been, and 
it's a, it's very overwhelming, but it was, it's a, it was very fascinating to watch it, watch the movie with like, cause you know, they put these movies up in these giant places. And so it was like 1200 people mm-hmm. like la- laughing at things. And it was very, it was overwhelming and very cool. Oh, that's awesome. And, and uh, Kamel's a good guy. I like he Kamel is great, a lot. Yeah. And he and Emily are really fast. I, you have Kamal and Emily. I have AP Mike, which it sounds like uh, that's kind of similar uh, thing. That Mike is, boy, my, Mike is my Kamal. <laughs> He's your muse. He's my muse. Now, Kurt, I have another. I have a secret guest here who who is a secret pop in surprise guest. Came down. Uh-oh. Secret guest, would you come in for a second? We're go- we'll, we'll we'll say goodbye to uh, to Kurt and tell everybody that this Friday, Comedy Central is where you want to watch. No, the secret guest is Dudio. Oh, oh no, you're coming to set the chair up. Okay. The uh, don't say anything, secret guest. Um, trust me, is Kurt's hour long special, which is this. Friday on Comedy Central. Trust me. And you can get his podcast where now? Where podcast? Where you get uh, podcasts? Feral. 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 Audio. Yes. Which is uh, uh, the the hot podcast network. The other ones have had their day. They're fading. Feral is is kind of Feral is uh, who's over Feral is Harmon Town, right? Hmm. Uh, my favorite murder. My favorite murder, and now your podcast. Which what's the name again? I'm blanking on the name. <laughs> Emotional hangs. Emotional hangs. This is going to be a good year for you, Kurt. It already is a good year for you. That, thank you, Tom. This, it's, it, it's been better than last year. Well, I'll say this: you earned it, buddy. I'm glad to see something nice happen to a nice person for once. Thank you, buddy. And look, thank and, you for having me on. Of course, and you, when you're out here again, if you come back, if you do come back, I know you're going to be busy with the with the with the uh, blessed event. So when you're back, come by the studio, and we'll we'll have you in, and we'll hang out. And I would like to just see you off air, also. We can maybe have food or something. Yeah, I'll be back in July. All right, Asbury Park. Well, we will look. I I know you in Asbury Park. I will see you there. Let's do it. All right. Love you, Tom. Have uh, a good night. You too, buddy. And take all the best to you and Lauren. Thank you. I'll talk bye. to you soon. All right. Bye. Kurt Brownoller. Mike, were you surprised at the secret guest? So boring. What's that? You thought it was one of two. Who was, who, who was the one who isn't the secret guest who you thought it could be? You thought it'd be Patton Oswalt. Well, look, if I got Patton coming in, I'm going to plug that. I got to say, if Patton's coming, I can't, I can't leave that one. I can't, I got to squeeze some juice out of that one. Right? Now, here's how this goes. I'm driving around in my car. That's right. I have a car. I'm listening to satellite radio. That's right. I got satellite radio in it. Pretty fancy. And I'm listening to the show Bennington, which is on Raw Dog Radio. And this is 
You know Gail Bennington, right, Mike? You know Gail. Mike, add three points to your total. Who's who's? How many points do each of you have? You have sixteen. How many do you have, Pat? Dudio. Pat is seven. Dudio. Zero. Dudio, you have thirty-five points. I'm giving you thirty-five. Mike, you have two. Pat, you've got negative sixteen. Big swings on that last uh, round of point giving. So I'm listening, and I hear this guy who is a regular on the the best show. He calls in. Never been in the studio over all the years. Has never been in the studio. I hear Andy Kindler on. Right. I hear Andy Kindler, and he's he's laughing it up, and he's doing all his stuff, and he's ripping this one. He's ripping that one. Just what fur? He's giving him what fur is what we say in the comedy biz. It's like, uh oh, Kindler's giving him what fur. Look out. And I'm like, wait, this, he can't possibly be in New York. He would, he would have let me know. <laughs> so I text Gail Bennington, my friend, co-host of Bennington. I'm like, is this a pre-tape or is this live? And she's like, yeah, it's live. It's happening right now. And I'm like, this guy did not tell me any of this. Andy Kindler did not say he's here. <laughs> so I'm like, I text him and then I hear his phone go off over the radio. Which was one of the funniest things to know that you did that is, and then Andy's like, I just shut my phone off. Sorry. And I knew I was the one that made his phone make the sound. So then I said, Gail Bennington, tell Andy to come, uh, to uh, come on the show. And then one thing leads to another. And look who's in the studio, Andy Kindler. Yay! What an exciting... I want the Wait. listeners... I'm sorry. Is that your Don't voice? Talk. No, my voice... <clears throat> oh, boy. This just happened. This just happened in the last hour. You lost your voice. And, uh, I was trying so hard to make this audience laugh mm-hmm. uh, that I may have strained my credibility. Because you, you were doing a benefit. I was doing an autism benefit, and uh, and all of a sudden I lost my voice, and now it's... Uh, it's uh, why am I more concerned about my voice than autism right now? That's not well. Right. Your voice is is your tool. You look. It's you, my instrument. You came here, you did it, you packed the place out, you raised all sorts of money. Do you have any green apples? That's what that. This one, I had a voiceover uh, guy who hated my guts. Yeah, and so, he hated everything I did. So he told you to eat green apples. Uh, but then he would give me these things about. Uh, oh yes. No, well, he had like green apples out there. Yeah. I had to ask him. Uh huh. Yeah. He said, "The worst thing in the world is coffee. Coffee for your voice." For your voice. Yeah. And he had no sense of humor. And well, you know yeah. me with my funny voiceovers. No, you can't stop. I can't stop it. I, I add zets to it. That is the thing with you, Andy Kindler. You are. You are like a. <laughs> well, that was a long pause. No, I'm going to tee is it, it up because correctly. there's so many good things to say. I'm going to tee it up correctly. You, 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 there's no half Kindler. There's no half. If you get Andy Kindler, you got Andy Kindler. If I, you don't want, you don't want, you want half of Andy Kindler, go get someone else. Cause you're not getting, cause there's no such thing as, as less than a hundred percent. When this guy walks in and he doesn't, there goes, the, what's it, what Ron Bennington on? texting you? 
that Ron? Is that, Ron? Is that Gail Evan Bay? Wilson did that on purpose. Evan Wilson did that. That's that uh, low life Canadian. He's. Uh, the, am I right? Broadcast. Because I still I should have turned my phone off if I had any respect yeah. for the show. Yeah. By the way, on my headstone, I want it to say, "No, not you," because, like an idiot. I start – of course, I, I think you put extra creak in the door. Mm-hmm. The door creaks open. Yeah. No, not you. <laughs> Coming on the show now is my very good friend. I've been the friend of the show for years. No. No, not, not you. you. Yeah, I looked in. I saw you. So you peeking through the <laughs> I, door. I scurried out of here like Gary, <laughs> like Gary the Squirrel from a corporate gig. <laughs> he actually does corporate gigs now. He was telling me he's doing a lot of corporate work now. That's where the money is. Yeah, that's what he was saying. He also is doing a voice. Uh, well, he, he's not here tonight, unfortunately. What? I know. Oh, I come wish. on, Tom. I came into the studio, and I don't get a visit from – first of all, two things. It's a tragedy. My voice sounds like I've been up all night uh, mm-hmm. on the episode of Dick Van Dyke where he's trying to break the DJ mm-hmm. uh, contest. <clears throat> is that an old reference? A Dick Van Dyke reference? No, no. That's, no, it's good, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it, old – that's an old reference for old people. Yeah. Or just like, like, uh, for people watching Antenna TV, they're just like, yeah. a little before my time. I mean, it's not like I said Doby Gillis. Yeah. Hello? They, uh, Hello? Say, <laughs> Doby. That was Doby for people. First of all, this antenna, do you get this antenna I TV? I get every one of them. Cozy, mm-hmm. antenna, me. Mm-hmm. This is a me TV. All yeah. of a sudden it's about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though it seems like they have the same shows, it's not about me. It's that they have pre-programmed shows. Because they show these old reruns that they buy. Uh, they seem to be buying. In, oh, there you go. It's a, I got to turn this off now. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done being. I'm done. I'm out of control with technology is my new observational technology bit. What's the deal with these iPhones? More mm-hmm. like you, you phone. More like I, 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 I phone. Right? You're just like. Uh, 2.0, 3.4, white hike. <laughs> I still have a rotary landline, ladies and gentlemen. Uh-huh. Rotary landline. A rotary land. These, these are not. I said, you know what? They charged me 25% more on Lyft. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause it was a busy time period. And I draw, did that to deliver my rotary landline joke. That's what I'm. That's what I made the trip so over just, the bridge. You just paid surge pricing, <laughs> right? To do a rotary landline land joke, joke to get like I must get there. Yeah. No. Hurry, hurry, step on it. I said to the guy. Double speed, sir. <laughs> get me. Get thee to the studio. I need to get in there to do this rotary landline joke. And I've never been to Trenton before, huh? See how oh, I do I like it? That. That was See nice. how I do it? That was nice. Nobody knows where this is. No, they don't, and let's keep it I that will way. never do I would never reveal I don't give out when I play a club, Tom, mm-hmm. I don't give out my hotel room number because I don't want people coming over there to complain about the show. Yeah. And often the club will not give out they uh, information that you're performing there. <laughs> well it seems that way by the turnout. Uh huh. The club is like, Don't worry, Andy. We respect your privacy. We <laughs> did not tell anyone that you'd be here tonight. No, it's more like we were afraid if we told people we would deter some of our regulars <laughs> who look for they they look for consistent laughs. Yeah, they don't want your angry tirade about Kurt Brown Brownoller. 
He canceled on me, Kurt Brandon. Did you hear that? Did you read that on the forums? Oh, no, no, I was doing a radio show at the time. <laughs> I'm sorry. You, sorry. Sorry I wasn't reading the forums. And do you know every time I tweet during the show yeah. at you, I go, how come Tom hasn't said anything about it yet? Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah. Did he not like it? Yeah, well, I'm holding the show. I look over there once. Uh, Why is he not? Yeah. Does he not? I, I specifically responded to yeah. one of his adjectives. Yeah. yeah, that is, that is. Look, and I do the same thing with people where they'll be doing a thing. I'd be like, "Did you? Did I saw that movie? Like, I'll write them. I saw that movie. <laughs> that movie's not very. Actually, that's not their debut album. <laughs> I have. I would say I have uh, maybe fifty thousand wasted replies to people that never were responded to. Met, met nothing. Yeah, that that I like chicken. Whatever it is, what's the point? What am I, I doing like, to myself? I like chicken. <laughs> so you'll write to somebody and say, "Yeah, I like chicken." Famous people. I like to write, write to famous. I want famous people. Like Carl Reiner once responded to me, mm-hmm. and that was enough to keep me going for a couple of weeks. And and what what when he responded? What was it? Just like it's like, please, Stop. I've asked you, <laughs> I've asked you nicely. <laughs> well, you know what you, you have to do with a guy mm-hmm. like Carl Reiner? You have to get there right when they tweet. You got to uh-huh. get 10 seconds later because uh-huh. he might – you know, me, I look, I tweet, mm-hmm. go right to interactions. Tweet, interactions. Carl Reiner doesn't do that. No. Carl Reiner tweets and then goes and hangs out with uh, Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks and they have a sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Then maybe he checks in later. But maybe yeah. when he first tweets, he's like – I want to get. I'm not. I'm not really this desperate. I really am, but let's not. Say where does? Where do guys like that? Do they just go eat at like a deli or something? I see them as a Nate Nals. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Nate Nals and uh, so they'll get like the uh, the uh, clams casino and the uh, <laughs> other food that they don't make anymore. Chip beef, right? Uh, maybe Sportsman's Lodge. You've eaten at the Sportsman's Lodge. I like Lodge. Sportsman's Lodge. I'll yeah. say this. Sportsman's Lodge is this place in Los Angeles. Technically, it's not in Los Angeles. It's in... The Valley. What, what town is what they... Can, Studio City, maybe? Studio City. And it's a place that if I was ever staying there, and occasionally I have stayed there, I'll say, yeah, I'm staying at Sportsman's Lodge. And people go, why? <laughs> and I'll say, well, because it's like a strange place that's from the past. Right. I can relate to it. I'm yeah. I'm totally behind mm-hmm. you on it. Sure. The last time I was there, the power went out, and it, it was yeah. terrifying to walk down the hallway in a darkened – because then you realize, oh, this place uh, it doesn't have just a generalized entrance that they can monitor who's <laughs> roving the halls here. There's, there's – you start to realize, oh, there's ten entrances to this this place, and anyone can do whatever they want here. And I'm like a sitting duck in in the in, in the sitting and walking down the hallway here. Well, actually, they have a sign saying, "Please don't use this entrance late at night. It's very dark, but you can yeah. still get in." Yeah. But oh, the, but there was literally a blackout when I was staying there, oh, man. and it was terrifying. Yeah, they don't win any James Beard awards. No, they. Uh, I could see that is not. It's not. If you're not looking for frills, right? That place generally is, is kind of the. I'm concerned about the cleanliness there. What would how would you? First of all, I can't stay in hotels mm-hmm. un, unless they're really swanky. Uh, after I heard, I heard you talking to a friend of yours mm-hmm. who had stayed in a bad hotel and, and didn't what was bare feet. I can't. Uh, oh yeah, that was probably Sarah from yes. Chicago who was saying she stayed in some place and was just walking around in bare feet. 
Yeah. It's disgusting. I could have thrown up. And since that time, I don't take my shoes off ever. And one, when I started in comedy in the 80s, there was a place called the Comedy Barn mm-hmm. in Jackson, Mississippi. Well, that sounds like an inviting place. The Un- Comedy Barn. The Comedy Barn. It's like saying the comedians are animals. What is the – yeah. You, I- the audience is animals. Like what happens in a barn? Uh, animals uh, run loose. Right. Go up to the laugh trough. Get get a helping. The laugh. Get your trough. feet. Put your feet bag on, uh, and yeah. sidle up to the laugh laugh trough yeah. side buster. Uh, and and in this condo uh, there, this condo uh, mm-hmm. uh, in Jackson, Mississippi, was had a carpeted bathroom that the. This is a comic. Oh, uh, could you uh, imagine? Awful comic stayed there every week, and they had a carpeted bathroom. Could you imagine this carpeted bathroom that you think of just stand up comics? Yeah. Think of them. On a good day. Yeah. And this is where they're staying. Yeah. And there's carpet in the bathroom. Right? right. That I got to go into a thing, a carpeted bathroom, and think of just like, God knows who was in this thing. I got to think of who would have, who, who am I picturing walking around in, in this place? Right? It's- who am I picturing? Dom Herrera walking around in this <laughs> place? It was right. also, it wasn't plush though. It wasn't like shag carpeting. Yeah. Will, okay. I'll give him that. Sure. It was an all, it was an astroturfy feel. Okay. Too. So it's just, they could hose it down. <laughs> right. So it had the, that kind of feel that we can just kind of hook a hose up to the. Oh to yeah. The yeah. There was, a, there was a drain. Yeah. And just blast. <laughs> we will just power wash this entire place after each comedian comes through. I got to go to the thing with Yakov Smirnoff. Right? Why the country? Right? This guy. What a former, what a former union of Soviet republics. I mean, the thing about him is you have to realize with a guy like Yakov Smirnov, he found a gimmick. Right. And then the problem when these guys find a gimmick, they, they go right, they rocket so far past, they jump the line. When you get a gimmick, you jump the line. He had a double gimmick. He had a, what a country. Mm-hmm. So he had a catchphrase. Mm-hmm. And then he had the reverse. In mm-hmm. Soviet Union, you phone spies on you. Yeah, yeah. You f- phone calls you. Yeah, phone calls you. In Russia, in you Russia, say, in America, you, you go to party. Uh, in, no. uh, like, <laughs> in Russia, party <laughs> goes to you. What a country! So this guy, he jumps the line because he's got double gimmicks now. But then the thing is, once that burns out. He's doomed. These guys are doomed. What are you going to do? Your gimmick more? What? Like, <laughs> and he can't do anything different. What's he going to change his material now? He ups the patriot. He does up the patriotism now. Well, now he does. He's in like Branson, right? We should do a serial style po- podcast. Yeah. Thirty episodes and go down to Br- me and you go to Branson. Yeah. And report on every single show there. See every show. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm already sick of the idea. No, no. I'm gonna, you like no, it? No, no. This one, I like it, but I'm going to take this to the next level. You watch what I do right now. <laughs> I've never been here to watch it. I know. You and I go to Branson, Andy Kindler, at Andy Kindler, andykindler.com. Uh, tickets are available for uh, the upcoming <laughs> Andy Kindler uh, Spring Awakening Tour. You're looking for a date. A possible. Uh, Throw me a, a bone. Uh, Andy Kindler dates here. Uh Let's see. I got to see TBD. Somebody. I've been doing a whole TBD tour. <laughs> no, my 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 website's not refreshed. 
It's not? No, Larry, my friend Larry, and I was supposed to send him the dates. <laughs> so your website's not refreshed. No, but I'll be at Moon Tower in Austin. Moon Tower. So I'm looking, there's dates from 1996 up here. Yeah, because those are my favorite gigs. Oh, wait, I'm lost here. I'm looking at this. So here's the one tonight you did, stand-ups give back at Caroline's on Broad. Who that's, else on was, my, that's on my website? Yeah. Who else is on that bill? Who uh, else, who it was else uh, Ryan Hamilton is very okay, funny. Is funny? Very funny. Right. Tom Takar, who used mm-hmm. to be Tom Brady, very funny comic. He had to change his name. Because the football player. It just couldn't stand it after sure. a while. yeah. And a young kid, new kid named uh, T- uh, Temple, who was very funny. Okay. You ki- young kid. When I say young kid, I mean like 40. Yeah, he's 40. This yeah. rookie. Right. Right? When you go to these things, are you just like, hey, Rook? Uh, yeah. Do you like tell them what you want? Like, do you, you make them like get towels and stuff for you? <laughs> hey, Rook. Of a seven and seven. Eugene Merman is a, is a prankster. Mm-hmm. So he will. He's like George Clooney. He like George Clooney. So what he'll do is just cause he saw it on a rider somewhere, he always gets three hand towels mm-hmm. and uh, a coffee maker and uh-huh. with coffee and then never uses it. That's but, the joke. Yeah. Could you imagine George Clooney? Cause oh, George Clooney's such a prankster. I was on set and George just does these pranks. Can you imagine if you did one back to him, how fast you'd be <laughs> removed from the set? You're like an extra and you're just like, yeah, I pranked you back, George. Right? Short, I short cheated your bed. Yeah. Or just like his trailer's glued, the, yeah. it's glued shut. T-peed. He can't get the door open. Yeah. And then he's like, what happened here? And you're like, yeah, I figured I'd prank you. You're such a prankster. I'd prank you back. Yeah. How fast would you be walked uh, off the lot? Off. It would be over. Yeah. And first of all, if he does prank you, you have to act like it's the funniest thing you ever saw. You'd have to go, oh, George. <laughs> oh, George. That's out of control. A bucket over the doorway as I walk yeah, in? fell on my head. Fell on my head? When I was wearing this nice shirt that I have to go to dinner afterwards. <laughs> and it hit me, and literally hit me on the head. Yeah, hit me now. I have a, my head hurts a little. Yeah, I feel a little dizzy. Fun, funny stuff, though, yeah. George. A little woozy. But that, that was funny when that bucket just fell and hit me right, right on the top of my head. I'm a little, a little, I'm seeing double, I will say. <laughs> but George, you're the funniest. It was worth it. Yeah. You're the, the funniest. Why George. would anybody ever, now I bet, I bet you've done a prank though. See, you've done a prank, I bet. Have I done pranks? Yeah, I've never done a prank. Because my act is so solid. Why mm-hmm. do I have to add, uh, gimmicks? Sure. You're not a prank. You're not a prank. Look. What constitutes a prank? Well, like, uh, you, you know, like, uh, well, like on the Ashton Kutcher thing, where he says, hey, your, your wife got hit by a car. And then he says, no, it's just a joke. Yeah. You, I don't know if that was exactly an episode <laughs> of Punk. I always like that show, Punk, when it'd be like, suddenly there's like everyone, like, it's like, oh, here's a, a it's like, oh, a cop is coming up to tell me it's like a, 27 year old model like everybody looks like actors on the thing but someone's going to get killed on one of these prank shows because they'll, they'll like go up to that cop and put, like just shove them <laughs> they had that one show on tbs where they had the comics in the uh, van and then you just know someone's going to get killed the comics in the van. tell that cop tell the cop that you're on pcp <laughs> what? what what show was, comics was uh, someone knows the name of it mike Mike, you know the name of that Mike show. Mike doesn't that was know on. the name of Mike's. Mike barely knows Mr. Ed. Mike and I were talking about Catch Twenty Two out mm-hmm. in the office. Ah, Heller. 
Yeah. No, we weren't. Really the master. <laughs> right? The master. Heller. He actually probably was. The, I, there's a lot of things I haven't really actually read that book. You did read it? Yeah. The other things I've, I'm not read. Mm. I know you've read all the Tolkien. I love it. I love the elves and the ha. I love just when it's just I like, like a magical wonderland. What's this wizard going to get up to next? It's, it's like I can let go of my troubles into – what my life needs is a whole bunch of other details I don't care about. Yeah. Where it just be like, wait, it's not enough that I know about this wizard. Yeah. Tell me about his, uh, tell me about five generations earlier in this wizard's, well, I want to know about his great, great grandfather. And then I have to hear people go, oh, you're just like Slevor from the, I get that a couple of times. You're like Igor from the thing. Now I have to look up who Igor is. Igor. Someone told me I'm like, some guy from one of those things who's like a comic relief. Arf? Garfel? Garfel? Alf? Garfel? Gandalf. Not Alf. I'm a regular Gandalf, they said. You're like Gandalf. I'm like Gandalf. How's that help me? Jason, you know this, that garbage. How in any way would, would Andy Kindler be Gandalf? Okay. What happened there? He always hated Tolkien. Oh, okay. He doesn't like Tolkien. But so... What's that, Mike? No, points off for you for saying to get points off for someone else. How many points do you have, Mike? Two? You have zero now. All three, you have zero. It took all your points. Pat, you just went up 16. Are these at midnight points? I'm trying to... I'm, I'm moving to a point-based economy. Because... <laughs> uh, that's the science fiction movie I'm working on. It's uh, it's the year 2150. Emperor Hardwick is rules Earth with an iron fist. <laughs> the planet has shifted to a points-based economy, and he controls the flow of points, right? I love it. And now the world needs a hero, a comedian who... <laughs> Doesn't exactly play by the rules. <laughs> Not afraid to take a few shots at uh, a Ricky Gervais, perhaps, oh. or a uh, a Jimmy Fallon. This guy, we get the we send they and then uh, they they. It's a hero. It's you. You're the hero. Uh, you're, you, are you adding me to an existing scenario? That's a new movie I'm pitching. It's a thing that you're the hero. Of this, but here's the Branson thing. Skip all the stuff. Okay, I just, we okay. Just cut to the. You and I go to Branson with the goal of not to see all the shows. We'll see the shows because that's going to be. How can you not basically. see the shows? Yeah. How can you? How can you turn away? You're going to be at, oh, near Yakov yeah. and not. I'm going to pass out. that Lee Greenwood is playing. What? Uh, 11 a.m. Can you imagine how early some of those shows? Oh, Matt, I would go to the earliest show of yeah. any of those. 11 a.m. Right. An off-tune, proud to be an American at yeah. 10 a.m. on a Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> the 10 a.m. show. He'll say, thanks, everybody, for coming. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Either a red, white, and blue hot dog. And people leave there and go have breakfast <laughs> after the show. You and I go to Branson with the goal, Andy Kindler, live in Branson. The goal is... To make you a Branson fixture. Oh. The Andy Kindler Theater. 
in Branson, Missouri. Oh my God! You know, you're almost. It. it I don't want to say it sounds tempting, but I just hope one day I have a website where, you, when you buy the ticket, you also get to choose chicken or the prime rib. Like that would be with the tickets. It that would be, be like, the dream for me. Like, like you just like have to say like, do you have like a like a. Like, do you, do you have like a walker? Right. Do you have like, <laughs> like, like, please tell us what like, like assisted, uh, walking assistance you have or need. Like, what can we do? Can we store your cane during the show? Right. And it would be like, and look, I'm not putting down people who need we help. We don't put down people I like that. I need help at this point. I can barely get anywhere. You should say, I'm falling. Look, it's over for me. I had a good run, <laughs> Andy. I tried. I'm just one of those, I'm just one of those also rants. One of the, oh, and him also. It happens. No, no. That happens. I'm telling you. That happens. You're just about to, uh. Die. <laughs> but you know what I would sell? I would sell. I'm going Jimmy like, Walkers. I'm gonna Jimmy be, Walkers I'm gonna for five dollars. I'm gonna be like Robin Harris. I'm like Robin Harris. It'll he, finally start to work and then I'm gonna keel over. <laughs> Things you, will finally start to add up. How many horrible scenarios do you have cooked up in your mind? Oh, Alex Chilton, I picture of just being like, just a drift for, and then people want to hear stuff I don't want to do anymore. Like people are like, do the thing you did. And it's like, I don't want to do that anymore. That one is terrifying. <laughs> the, it's finally working for me. <laughs> that one. <laughs> the, uh, the somehow, uh, someone steals all of my money. That one, like, right. Yeah. What do you the, mean? The ma- your, ma- your brother, the yeah. manager. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the manager brother. Who are some of the people that manage your brother? Like, like Billy Joel, Billy Joel, Dane Cook. Didn't, didn't Dane his Cook, brother, yeah. um, it's warning bells have to go off when yeah. your, when your relatives calls. Yeah. When, when your relative is like, so what's that routing number on the account? <laughs> the re- like, I'll help with that. Just give me the, just give me the routing number. What's the pin code? Cousin Tom, you yeah. really should have someone watching your money. Yeah, I'll watch it. What's the, what's that pin number now? What's that pin number? We're yeah. family. You don't yeah. want to be outside the family. Yeah, I want to, you don't think you, look, this is going to, I want to just, you don't want to help the rest of the family out by investing in this chain of car washes? <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Hart, I'm being told from the Grateful Dead, his father. Uh. Oh, yeah. And here's the thing. And Mike, I didn't know this, Mike. I didn't know that He's Gone is written about Mickey Hart's father ripping them off. He's gone. And he's gone. Is he gone whole? Yes, he's gone. Oats. Whoa. I pay the devil to replace him. He's gone. Come on. Don't insult. Don't insult. This is rat in a drain ditch caught on a ledge. You know better, but I know him. This is, that's the dead, right? The He'll grateful. steal your face right off your head. That's Robert Hunter. Are you telling me those mm-hmm. aren't great lyrics? This is the most desperate I could ever be is the guy defending, uh, Grateful Dead lyrics. He'll steal the face right off your head. Yeah, that's his Mickey Hart's father. Mm-hmm. Okay. Am I right, Mike? But that's, but I for years thought it was a positive song. But I don't think it is a positive song. I used to think it was about Neil Cassidy. We should, this is the but show. But look, I would say anything that in any way 
prohibits or limits anyone from the Grateful Dead from continuing to be in the Grateful Dead. That's a positive thing. So his father was probably doing it for the greater good. He's like, I'm going to steal your money. You'll have to go get a job at a a Bass (laughs) Pro Shop. Right? Well, Mike is evil. Mike destroyed any chance of people enjoying the Grateful Dead by going out and getting – some of these people are dead. Jerry Garcia is dead. He doesn't want Europe 72 out. It was already a three-album uh, deal. Yeah, yeah. He didn't want 25 albums. He would not have wanted Pigpen riffing. Yeah, the complete. They the got to put these complete things. Oh, it's a complete thing from the yeah. Winterland. Can someone, get me a, can someone get me a sandwich? You know, I don't it, even know what that is. That's like sitting with Pigpen with, with riff. Mm-hmm. Someone get me a sandwich. <laughs> I imagine I didn't buy the Europe seventy two thing mm-hmm. that Mike did to destroy me. No, Mike brought in all these because look, Mike is a, these are the things Mike likes. Mike likes Bob Dylan. Me too. He likes the Grateful Dead. Uh, check. He likes Bruce Springsteen. Pre- oh, no, see, I, no, I, I I didn't like Bruce Springsteen for years because I loved Bob D- Dylan and I thought mm-hmm. that Bruce Springsteen was. Like copying him, but like now Bob, I like he's like he's like Bob Dylan with like a like a, a like a, a, a like a, a solo flex, <laughs> right? Like that's like like it's like Bob Dylan plus yeah solo flex if, equals Bruce. Springsteen. If he was buffed and chiseled, if Bob yeah. Dylan, yeah, well that's Jacob Dylan is buffed and chiseled. He is, but why Mike, am I noticing how attractive Jacob Dylan is? He's a very attractive guy. Right. That's why Mike likes. Mike has very limited tastes. He likes the dad. He likes Bruce Springsteen. He likes, uh, and he likes Bob Dylan. But that was a plot that you two hatched. So he came in here and he's like, Hey, look at what I got. He's all these grateful dead bootlegs. Listen how dumb pig pen sounds <laughs> on this thing. And he starts playing this thing. You hear, you hear pig pen. Backup music for us talking. China Cat. Oh, it's good love. Oh, it is. Oh, good love. What did it come out of China Cat at least? Mike, did that come out of China Cat? No, it didn't. You see, there's two chords going on here, right? Let me just ask something. <laughs> you hear the second chord, right? I've heard other. That sounds—it sounds like they're warming up. No, that would be if they just played the one chord. They go down. Oh, so they add the second yeah. chord when they're when they're in it, right? Yeah. And at, and at Woodstock, they tried to modulate, and they had a bad trip for four hours. Mm-hmm. Well, they always choked. They always choked. They the choked. big moment. They always choked. They choked at the pyramids. Mm-hmm. They choked at Woodstock. <laughs> Grateful Dead were not cut out for the big moment. They choked. They ran from Altamont. Everyone right. should have run from Altamont. Yeah. Well, what's his face got laid out? Uh, Marty Ballon. Marty Ballon, right? And, and Marty, and Marty Ballon, one of the guys goes, well, here's how you know I would never be, uh, in that band or, uh, around the, I, you'll never hear me yelling at one of the Hells Angels. Hey, buddy, what's up with this nonsense? <laughs> would you, did you just hit, did you just hit Marty in the face with a truncheon or whatever it is? I would, I'd be like, Marty, Run, Marty, run, run, Mick, run. And these guys are like, what's up? What's up, Hells Angels? What's up, Hells Angels? 
You got you got a problem? Why are you hiring the Hells Angels? And then you're enraged. Yeah. I can't believe the Hells Angels did a bad job. We were playing on a stage that was four feet high. You guys are out of control. <laughs> they were paper. Paper. Also, who's waving a gun? Who decides to wave a gun in the area of a Hells Angel? <laughs> I feel bad for that guy's family, but why, why was he waving a gun? Look. Hi. Hi, right, Rolling Stones. Well, how about this? Sign my gun. Sign my gun. Will you guys please sign, sign my, my gun? gun. <laughs> Mike is having a conniption out there. The, also, hey, Rolling Stones want to play this concert. Right? Yeah. They want to do a thing. Oh, great. Well, let's get them to play it. Yeah. They want to pick the security force. <laughs> really? We sure about that? We, we sure these guys know about proper event security well no they have a special thing they they have their they have their own uh group they want to hire for it okay well they have a, an event uh, like security force they want to use their thing oh who is oh it's the hell's angels yeah wait oh. the motorcycle gang oh you mean the gang yeah the hell's angels right Yeah, they want to yeah that's who they want to police this event wow I, you know I, i'm concerned that things might get out of control well <laughs> And they were paid how? With beer. with beer. Oh, we'll pay them with beer. We'll pay them with beer and yeah. quaaludes. <laughs> we'll pay them with beer, beer and quaaludes. We'll pay them with firearms. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll pay, pay them with knives. We'll pay them two knives afterwards, an hour. Afterwards, we'll sign their weapons. Uh, Mick Jagger, please sign my gun. Please sign my knife. Uh, here's yeah. my gun. I'm waving it at you to say hello. <laughs> Why? Oh, what's this Hell's Angel guy all bent out of shape about? Oh, I can't take a little PCP and wave a gun at a concert now? That's wrong. Oh, I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad guy. I'm trying to have a good time waving my gun. No, this. No letters, please. Because yeah. those that's how that's how old that guy would be if his family. To send no letters. letters. Yeah. Dear Andy Killer. I was listening to the best show on February 28th, 2017, and I was very upset to hear your quite tasteless take on Altamont. It was just recently that I finished hypnotherapy to get over the tragedy of that time. <laughs> 40 years. I've been struggling with the memory of... 45 years for, ago. Yeah. 47 <laughs> years ago, I was at Altamont. It was not a... I was four miles from the stage, couldn't see or hear anything. I could never go to an interminably long concert after from that. From that point on, I've never been able to attend a concert at a racetrack ever uh, since that day. I would get bad memories using a horrible porta potty for the next three years <laughs> at some terrible outdoor... Dust-infested yeah. festival. Just imagine them saying, the Rolling Stones are like, let's hold this thing, this concert. Oh, this sounds like a great idea. Where should we hold it? This Speedway. <laughs> we sure that's the best place for a giant rock concert? A thing that's meant for cars to go around the track? Woodstock? Altamont. It's a yeah. natural thing. <laughs> you know what? And then we could open with funny cars. <laughs> funny cars. Did you have funny cars when you were a kid? 
Or was that before your time? I, 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 there was like, there was like stock cars was a thing. I remember it would be just like, uh, some of my more, uh, earthy relatives would go <laughs> to the stock car races. Are you too young to remember EJ Corvettes? The chain yeah. Corvettes? Yeah. I mean, I remember Corvettes. I didn't know about EJ Corvettes. Remember when I thought you were like 55 for well, a week? I told you I was 68. 60, or I was like, oh my God, this guy's, uh, he's mishpacha with me. Yeah. He lies about his age. I find out he's 20 years younger than me well, next I'm week. I'm just like, sorry, Andy. Sorry, I, Andy. It was a joke. Yeah. You're um, the only person in the Hollywood who thinks it's funny to exaggerate their age up. <laughs> Mike? It's, 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 how do you stand? How do you defend yourself against the charges that Andy Kindler has leveled against you about your you turning the world, the world against the Grateful Dead? A wonderful band if people don't listen to Pigpen's uh, scat singing. I'm happy I heard it. It really is the worst thing I've ever heard. I know, but that I, I, I would not have wanted to go to my grave without hearing Pigpen riff like that. You got to, because it's all about getting it. You got to yeah. get it. You want it. This girl needs it. You got to get it in the morning. I got to get it on an airplane. Don't you know, you know, you got to, got to, got to, got to, got to, got to have it. That's all they did back in those days. They thought women just had to have it. Yeah. A pocket pool riff. He did? Oh my god, bad stand up. Pigpen's doing bad stand up. People yeah. are wasting orange sunshine acid on Pigpen's yeah. pocket pool riff. Yeah. <laughs> Owsley says, yeah. I made for this? Yeah. I made yeah. this for this? Owsley is, cause people are saying, I think I'm having a bad trip right now. And Owsley's saying like, it's impossible. This is the, Purest It will LSD. put you in touch with God. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just like, and then he's like, wait, what, who were you, uh, what, wh- who were you seeing? It's like, yeah, I saw the Grateful Dead. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that's why. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't have. Yeah. Pig pen went on for four hours about, uh, how chicks just want it. <laughs> Especially from some dirty, some, some, some dirty, guy, a, a guy named Pig, Pig pen. pen. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, to be fair, He's giving Who you a heads up. drank himself to death. They said, you keep drinking Pigpen, you're going to die. And Pigpen said, you copy that. And he was dead <laughs> he said, a year copy, later. Was he a PA? Drank. Was he on set? Copy that. Copy that. A year later, he's dead. Because that's how you go. That's how you go out. With your hands in your pocket. <laughs> with pocket pool. He's playing pocket pool in the sky now. <laughs> Heaven just got uh, yeah. one more pocket pool player. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, the Grateful Dead too. I, I love the Grateful Dead, but then they'd have lyrics like "We can share the women, we can share the wine." Wine. It's always we can wine. share the women. Share the yeah. Come on, even you yeah. didn't write that way back then. And it's also like the women are like, um, hey, hello, can we? Uh, <laughs> do we have any say in this about us being shared by? Some of the filthiest slobs we've ever. There's one of you is named Pigpen, and he's the worst one of the lot, but not by that much. <laughs> I can make a case against all of you except for the one super handsome dude, which Bob Weir, you mean? Yeah, 
Which, uh, thank you. Yeah, but that's playing, you know, you know who also played with things like that was the Manson family. They had one good looking guy and the rest of them were, were monsters. That's how the Manson family did. Tex Watson was handsome. I am dying to hear his music and I've never heard his Tex music. Tex Watson? No, no, but Manson's music. Well, you, you've probably, just imagine those Grateful Dead things, but, uh, <laughs> but, but, it's, but, it's, with better, it's but shorter. But, but more sophisticated chord progressions. Yeah. Oh, just <laughs> two more chords. Three minutes less, and uh, n- not a whole lot of pocket pool references. Pocket pool. Oh, the Grateful Dead. Right, look, look. God bless all you deadheads. God bless all you all found a thing and you kept it going. It's like a giant prank. You kept this thing going somehow, and it's like you expect. Like it's all. It's like it's finally the day. I'll just finally check it. Oh, listen, to this alternate mix of Oxomoxo, <laughs> and then finally I'll go. I'll go. Uh, no. I think I'm starting to get in the go. Gotcha. Uh, that's, it. that's it. Gotcha. Longest prank ever. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, is this song Saint Saint uh, Saint? Uh, what's it called? Stevens. Saint Stevens. Oh, I, I think I, uh, I, I think I get it. I think I like this song. Ah, <laughs> turkey. Well, Ranked we. Yeah. Prank we got you for my entire life. I'm getting pranked before I finally. Convince myself I like something, but look, look, Cream Puff War. All right, that one's not so bad. What is that? It's uh from the first album. I don't even know. Is that from the Warlocks? The Warlocks. Weirdly enough, the Warlocks were that those songs are not so bad. Well, they were in speed then. Yeah, and finally one of them's like, "Hey man, you gotta try this stuff, man. Hey man, what's this stuff? Which one? This is this is a scene from the Grateful Dead movie." The Grateful Dead movie. I love that movie. Mike, that's a great movie, right? I yeah. love that movie. Yeah. Midnight movie. It's great. Right? No, because the guy, the one guy's complaining that they sold out. You won't even pay us for being in the movie. Hey, man, I need a miracle, man. <laughs> Somebody get me in, man. Well, how about Arlo Guthrie, the New York State Thruways Club? Oh, that's not any better. <laughs> Arlo Guthrie, you're not making any. You're right. I'll lay off the Grateful Dead because you're bringing Arlo Guthrie. Well, to Arlo Guthrie's credit, he does say that his kids torture him with that all the time. That he said that. He said, "Oh, Dad, uh, the New York so, so the New York State Thruway was closed. Dad, is that what? Yeah, is yeah, that so, where you're going with it? Yeah. So because he said the New York State Thruway was closed, they wear Woodstock. Yeah. Hey, man, what, you, the New York State Thruway's closed. Yeah, yeah. It's like a he. It's like a guy getting. It's like a guy dropping acid and getting excited about a sick alert. Andy Kendler, look, I want to kill. Let's keep the show going. I got no, I got no word. Well, I don't even know why I turned my phone off. Are you in a rush? Do you have to go? No, no. Where am I going to go? You don't have anywhere to be. What do you have to do? I'm staying at a hotel in the city. Mm. Let's not kid ourselves. Well, that's so fancy. Um, what what's 2017 have in store for people who you have a new show coming up now? It's called uh, Order Order in the Court. What is it called now? What's this new show called? Welcome to the stage. Oh, coming to the stage. Coming to the stage. Where, uh, where, where comics get to be introduced by me, a man who gave up emotionally many years ago, and I'm setting a table for them. So you, so where is this show airing? Where is this show airing? It's on, uh, Hulu, I believe. Hulu, okay. I only go with Hulu and, uh. Sure, you're, uh. You know I have a deal with UPS Ground now, right? The UPS Ground Network? Yeah, yeah because I uh, uh-huh. I added a shipping element. No. So 
it's like Kindler Prime. Yeah, Kindler Prime. <laughs> yeah. So this show, welcome to the stage. Coming to the coming stage. To coming the stage to the stage on Hulu, the network that airs uh, Difficult People with Julie Klausner. Yeah, my friend Julie. Klausner. I just saw Julie Klausner. You recently. did. Yes, on Guy Branham's show, which is actually a very funny show. And who and Guy Branham? Bray, he's very funny. He's very funny. Who's that? He's a, you would you would enjoy him, and it was great seeing. I hadn't seen Julie in a while. Mm-hmm. Guy Branham. <laughs> is that is that your uh, Don, Don Pardo, Pardo guy? Right. <laughs> <clears throat> Musical guest Guy <laughs> Branham, and your host Pigpen. Did he ever have to say Tiny Tim or something like that? <laughs> he like, must have said, yeah. Tiny so, Tim. So here comes the stage. What's it called now? Here comes Coming the boom? The st- no, no, no. No, it's called – you're thinking of the Garrison Keeler show or my show? Your show is called – The your, Good Time Happy Hour. The Andy Kindler – Good Time Cider. Old-fashioned. Old Old-fashioned Cider Hour. Yeah. Grandma Abernathy's Headache Powder presents – why can't we make, make write those kind of Garrison Keeler chicken in the bucket and Mama's got a broom and everybody's going to the market? <laughs> Why can't we make them write? Why can't we write that Garrison Keeler? Uh, we could. That's the thing. We have self respect. Why did he? Is the question. And the chicken in the pot, and he's a, he's like a Rex Harrison guy, right? Talk singing. Yeah, it's that. It's like, yeah, where he's just like it's like him or uh, or uh, the the talk singers like him or Neil Diamond or um, <clears throat> or uh, the guy from Cake or uh, Mark E. Smith from The Fall. They all of these talk singers where they just like yeah, Ellie's fine. The sun shines most of the time, <laughs> and it's cold. And Jim Morrison too. He was yeah. the lizard. He's the lizard king. He can do anything except sing or. Right, concise. I can't. Lyrics are you happy them. that I can't even yeah, w- the, put on the, the Doors album now? One of the now? proudest accomplishments of my life. I used is, to love the Doors. <laughs> that I ruined the Doors for you is truly one of the proudest accomplishments for me in my entire life. And that the, you, yeah, can't listen to the Doors anymore without me th- thinking of me making fun of stuff. <laughs> Winter photography. Picture this. Our meathead. love's in <laughs> jeopardy. Winter photography. It's not him. Winter, yeah, it is. Our it is? love's in jeopardy. Jeopardy? Yeah. Sit up all night, talking, smoking, count the dead. This is you doing and it. wait no, for not. morning. No. This is not from a released album, though. Will right? warm names and faces dumb poetry come album again? Oh, my God. Does the silver forest end? Imagine that poor Native American uh, spirit. <laughs> That he claims inhabited him. Mother, mother, <laughs> father, father. Yeah, well, that na- they, they, he died in the highway, the crash on the accident. He had to go into the nearest body, his spirit, and so he went into that dimwit. Oh, you think Jim Morrison's dead? Wow. Sorry, I <laughs> I'm sticking to the traditional bird narrative. Of prey, bird of prey, <laughs> flying high. Flying high. And who was accompanying him? When does it kick in? Where's the bridge? What's the difference between that and this? Garrison, thanks so much for being with us. Good to be here. You have so many avenues of expression. What makes you write a poem? 
I love rhymes. I love. Rhymes. This is great. This is the greatest thing. Yeah. Is this Garrison Keillor? Oysters yeah. with the cloisters. Oysters with the and, cloisters. Uh, the lady from Knoxville. Bought it reserved by the box fall. I, I just um, feel a sort of small triumph. I hear a little. Oh, can you imagine this windbag that no one just told no? How about, but, but don't you, you know, get a twinge of regret that you don't get any more noir parodies? Guy, guy noir. Where do you get yeah. your noir parodies? Yeah. I went into the office and that whistle there. It's like it's almost like a. It's almost like he's. It's like it's. it's he celebrates like it's, his sibilance. But it's like he's making fun of old people with that. With that. Shh. <laughs> I went to a box of oysters in the cloisters. He, 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 that's the worst thing I've ever heard, I think, is Garrison Keillor. I think it made is. me hate Saturday. Yeah. It says, yeah, can we skip? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Saturday, let me turn on the uh, car radio. Made me hate Minnesota. <laughs> the idea that they let this, they spread this out to the rest of the country. Now, what do you think about this Andy Kindler goes to Branson thing? We want to get the, to, to try to have you make it in Branson. I and would we, love it. Then we get like we take you, we film you going from meeting with comedians and and like trying to get the advice on what to do and choreographers then, maybe yeah. even. And then the show, and then it's a you in a, a, a stars and stripes suit, right? <laughs> you're just suddenly your act is just all this, it's just nonstop patriotism and. uh and I'm laughing all the way to the bank, though. That's the thing. Well, we hope it gets to that. Oh, point, okay. Right? Because everybody, they all say they sell out over there. Yeah. I mean, they, they sell out and then they go there. Yeah. But we'll get you there and then you're going to sell, sell out. Yeah. No, you're not going to sell out ahead of time. Will, will I do my, will I do an edgy alternative act or will I make it mainstream well, and yeah. Ma and Pa hmm. Kettle enjoys it? I think you could pass yourself off as the edgy version of a thing that's not even remotely like they're looking like this guy's our edgy guy and he's oh, not that's right yeah like you're not edgy at all like, i'm their fish out of water yeah like you'll just say like uh you'll be like on stage you'll be like uh, anybody check out the uh the uh ticket takers at this place yeah hey yakov and then put down Yakov. Yeah, like you tease him. Big yeah, you Yakov. Te- you tease Yakov. Like, hey, but I don't know if you're in town. You want to check out uh, Yakov Smirnov's show if uh, anybody uh, – Anybody? It, yeah, I know they uh, – If you if you remember who Kosygin was. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. He'd be like uh, – He'd be like, yeah. yeah I, I went to check out Yakov Smirnov's show and uh, he uh, – The best part of the show was when he started banging his shoe on yeah. the uh, podium. Does a dead on Khrushchev. <laughs> like, but then you're just like, I'm just kidding, Yakov. I love, I, I, I love. And then it's just the reputation is just like this Andy Kindler. He's the bad boy of Branson. That's what it is. The bad the, boy the, of Branson. It's Andy Kindler, colon, the bad boy of Branson. Look out, Branson. Look, are you ready for, are you ready for it, Branson? Are you ready for this? I don't think Branson can handle. Here comes the bad boy. Would your would your wife, your lovely wife, consider moving to Branson for an extended run for you to be Do in? Do you a, know how many times she says, "Just give me an excuse to move to that." To area. move to Branson. <laughs> move to Branson. It's not a real town. Though. It's a fake town. Is it? Is it a real place? I don't know. 
I don't know. Was it, it a town before? I think it was. Show busy. I, I, I would hope. Yeah. I would hope it. Well, was. it's in Missouri, which yeah. everyone loves. Yeah. So yeah, and you'll be there. I'm telling you, Mike. Look into it. Set up a, a meeting with uh, C. There's a C50. You know, Channel C50, Mike. CISO. CISO. It's not 50. CISO. Because I thought it was C50 because 50 people. Uh, Paid for subscriptions to it, but it's C so not it's a S, not a five, and nothing big. I don't want to. I don't want anybody. I don't want to meet with anybody who has good broadcasting ability. I want this. I want this under the radar. That you're doing this, yeah. So it's like yeah. you're. It's like a Borat yeah. kind of thing. The, it's, so it's the Rabbit Ear Network. Mm-hmm. Whoever, however, it has to mm-hmm. go down. Yeah. So it'd be like Cozy TV original programming. <laughs> Andy Kindler and, <laughs> Andy Kindler and Jerry Van Dyke, their new show, right? It'd be you and Jerry Van Dyke. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Why is this so exciting? This is truly exciting to me. You, you, you see it as a mocking thing. I see me and Jerry Van Dyke and we've got the banjos or is that George Siegel has the banjos? George Siegel played banjo. Right. Jerry Van Dyke. What's funny on his Jerry Van Dyke once when I was on Conan O'Brien, mm-hmm. yeah, could not. Well, I thought I knew, you could just say Conan. Oh, I mean, when I was what, on Conan, the Conan O'Brien the show, <laughs> he, he could not stop laughing at how much he thought I was bombing. He couldn't believe it. <laughs> he was doubled over; tears were flowing out of his uh-huh. eyes, and he kept saying, "I've been there. I've been there." <laughs> and meanwhile, you're like this. Were you just like, yeah, I was, people were laughing at what I was doing. I really enjoyed it. That he was, I, I've I really been enjoyed there. it. And first of all, when is, was he a stand up? When has he been there? Uh, no, he was saying he's, oh, I think he was, I think he was with his brother or something. I don't know. I find him entertaining. Jerry Van Dyke? <laughs> yeah. He kind of lost me after coach. <laughs> he had me and lost me a coach. Mm-hmm. He had you, okay. Uh oh. <coughs> oh no. Mike. Oh. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Get in here. Oh, baby. Get in here. You told me he wasn't even this here. This should take about two minutes. Here comes Mike. All right. This is very Dad. exciting. This is the thing that I imagine at my home what this is like when you call the guys in the studio. Get in here. Yes, just grab the cable out of the seat. <laughs> Sorry, Gary. Just grab the cable out I, of the I can't turn it off, Gary. That's a dead-on impression. Just grab the cable out of the... <laughs> I can't turn it off. <laughs> You're not on the ring. What are you... You're not doing a talk show. There's a dude with a really fake voice. I wish I had a choice to fire do 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 <laughs> That was to the tune of Su Su Studio. Yeah, thanks. We we work for ASCAP. <laughs> right? I work I work for public domain. Yeah. Public domain. Way down upon the Swanee River. This old man, he plays one. 
And I got down right to sing this song. Do da, do da. I put my money on a bob down neck. Oh, do do da <laughs> Gary the Squirrel, in studio. What up, Mike? How's it going, Gary? Now, you guys have, you guys have a lot of, uh, like a, like a bad history, right? Like, like a, yeah, a, a well, feud? We tolerate each other. He's stupid. <laughs> he don't get it! Yeah. What about that one time where you sent Mike to get the coffee and you had one regular? <laughs> what? One with sugar? Mm-hmm. Three mm-hmm. with, uh, three mm-hmm. with sweet and low? This is bananas? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? <laughs> and one tuna sandwich! No, but then you put it in one jug was the uh, payoff. Oh, okay. Yeah, great. I'm remembering your old great bits, Gary. Thank you. I go forward. <laughs> no Let go into memory lane. I'll never forget the first time that you interviewed me, Gary. I'll never forget it because I didn't understand one thing you were saying to me <laughs> for 20 minutes. And then you would slow it down by going, Hey, uh, Louis C.K. Now, what is it with you and Louis? What is it that you, that Horace and Pete? What is it? Snow, that's all I, you know what I call it. What's that? Snorris and sleep. <laughs> you don't like a show that features 45 minutes of Steve Buscemi looking at an ashtray? <laughs> For one, yeah, great. Hey, you know what? You know what the guy who's the top comedian should start doing is not be funny. Yeah, that's, he went the other way. Yeah, by, by all means, stop telling jokes. Do something deathly serious. And just, yeah, I really think it's your Alan, Alan Alda said the N-word. Is that true? I don't need that. That's going to ruin my memories of MASH. MASH! Now let me just tell you guys all something <laughs> seriously about MASH. It's on all the time! MASH! Got the MASH channel. You see MASH on it. Channel 2, Channel 4, Channel 7. The MASH channel! I did not. I get. I then. Wait, who just blew their nose? Through my punchline. Radar online. <laughs> Andy Kimmler's in studio. Welcome. <laughs> What's up? I'm I'm uh, on my I'm doing a lot of gigs this uh, plugging in uh, Moon Tower. The Moon Tower Festival. Yeah. You'll be appearing at it. You could open for me. Now you'll be at Moon Tower. Yeah, in April. Now, what is the the show you're on? Who's on the bill? <laughs> I have no idea. Is that the one Don Barris hosts? <laughs> That's the one, the Windy City Heat guy, isn't it? Yeah, over at the Comedy Store. <laughs> Get your name painted on the outside of that thing. It also doubles. The names on the outside of that thing also doubles like a rap sheet. Wanted. Right? Right? Yeah. Wanted. <laughs> Wanted. Be on the lookout. Polly Shore. For Polly Shore. Damarera! Mike, did you see Polly Shore's political special? I did not. Michael Steele was on there. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. <laughs> the other day I'm watching TV. Watching an episode of Raymond. And who comes on my TV set but Kindler? 
<laughs> thank you, thank you. I still I, I enjoy being on that show, Gary. Thanks, well, like thanks for watching. This is how it went. Raymond, that that's um, Patricia, Patty Heaton. Raymond, what are you sick? I'm not feeling well. Oh, I got a cold. This is what my brain. When I'm you not see, feeling well. I see Gary the squirrel doing Raymond. Yeah. Oh, I'm not feeling well. <laughs> Raymond, Ray, what are you up to? Oh, I'm gonna go lay in bed. I'm not feeling well. Then, then the gang comes in. His mother. Oh, Raymond. I made you some soup. <laughs> and then, here comes the gang. Andy Kindler. Three guys come in with a basketball and they're throwing it around. And then Raymond's like, Oh, you think you know how to... Spin a basketball. I know how to spin a basketball. I can't believe you watched that whole episode. And then Brett Garrett's like, what's this character's name again? Robert. Robert. Hey, Raymond. Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. Everybody likes Raymond. Loves Raymond. Drives me up the wall. My dad don't like Raymond better than me. Now this is how I spin a basketball. Oh, watch me spin the basketball. This is how you do it. Raymond, it's Patty Heaton again. <laughs> Raymond, you're faking it. You're fa Then suddenly, they give Kindler a few lines. <laughs> hey, Mrs. Carbono! What was your name? Barone! I, I, I lay a lot of pipe, is what I do. This is how the scene goes. The acting goes like this. Oh, I'm not feeling well. What's wrong, Ray? Oh, I, I was doing me. Sorry, you do me. I'll do you. Okay. You just sit back. Listen and learn. <laughs> oh, I'm not feeling well. Hey, Raymond. We're going to go play basketball. That's not how you spin a basketball and you finger you do it like this. Then here comes Doris Roberts. Oh, Raymond, you look sick. Oh, you feel so warm. Get back in bed. I made you chicken soup. Then it's Kindler's time to act. And he goes, hey, Mr. Jack, I'm not feeling well neither. Top volume. Do you know that Mike uh, and I are looking at this like it's a, the, the greatest show at the Planetarium <laughs> that we've ever seen? It's mesmerizing. Laser Gary! Imagine you're at the Planetarium and then you hear. You think it's going to be Laser Pink Floyd? Then suddenly you hear. Me! Go! Down, down! <laughs> beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop, And then there's a laser of me! And you drug addicts are... Out of your minds! Gary, are you willing to take this to Branson? You, you, could, you could do your Taking laser Taking away the moments that make up a dull day! <laughs> yeah, let's go to Branson! I'll meet you there. So sorry. I just can't take the sarcasm. Send sometimes. for your things. Did you ever, ever have a sincere moment, Gary? Yeah, I do. I sincerely. Something about my wife I thought was coming. No, I'm not going to make fun of your wife. My sincere moment. Hey, Mike. 
Yeah. I saw you tweeted about something. What was that you were tweeting about? I just wondered if uh, you were watching uh, Planet Earth 2. Planet Earth 2? No. Yeah. Uh, you should watch it. Why? It's all about nature and your no, fel- fellow animals. No, 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 and, no, 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 no. Uh, there was a funny scene when a, a bobcat was, uh, you know, looking for food. Yeah. And you see him go up a tree. Yeah. Next thing you know, he's coming down. Hey, is there a gas a, leak in here? With a squirrel in his mouth. This guy's so boring. <laughs> yeah, but the kicker was that you got crushed by a wild animal. Yeah, yeah. it's funny. Real funny. <laughs> you, you and the bobcats apparently uh, don't get along. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mike, me and the bobcats don't go. <laughs> Can somebody check seriously? Call the gas company. I think there might be a leak. I feel woozy. <laughs> Whenever Mike talks. <laughs> yeah, this guy's talking about the most exciting program, the, the documentary, showing stuff nobody's ever seen. It sounds like a must to avoid. <laughs> Did you cancel see? my cancel my appointment television? Did you see the Oscars? I did. Wall to wall. Wall to wall. Wall to wall. Start to finish. Can you believe that Suicide Squad won an Oscar? Oh, my God. (laughs) What's going on with the world? Suicide Squad won an Oscar for makeup. It's not like it won for best acting. What is Suicide I I literally don't know what Suicide Squad is. Okay, well, you're exempt from this then. (laughs) can catch up on everything. Get ketchup on everything? What's suicide? Okay, what's suicide? Let me think of a way to tell you what's suicide. Imagine uh, the, the, think of a reference you'll get. Uh, the, 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 the Bonanza? Bonanza? <laughs> yeah, imagine meets... Bonanza with lasers. Lost in space meets yeah. so, Donna Reed. So I'm watching. Oh my god. Suicide Squad won an Oscar. <laughs> but it won for makeup. It's not like they open the envelope and they're like, and the best actor award goes to Killer Croc. Do you know what these references, Mike? What he say? I, I I haven't seen Suicide Squad either. Is it based on a comic book? Yes. Ah, see, I know that. See if there was a game show involved with me knowing something about the topic. Be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get it. Look. These are some of the movies that won for best makeup over the years. Hold on. Okay, where are we? Looking. Jacket. Hold on. Gone with the wind. No, not gone with the wind. Frankenstein? Not Frankenstein. Right of Frankenstein. Definitely did. No. Didn't. Trust me, the award ain't been around that long. Mask. Something like Mask. Mask did win. Pan's Labyrinth. The Elephant Man. Elephant Man did win, too. You know your movies! <laughs> I tell you, Lisk. Just when I think you couldn't be any dumber, you pull out a winner. And I'm like, this guy ain't so dumb after all. Thank you, Gary. So mean. (laughs) When did you get so mean? You know, like, I used to be so much nicer, Gary. It's a mean world! (laughs) You're just busting his beans. Yeah, I'm just busting his beans. 
It's a mean world out there, Kimmer. <laughs> you have to tell me. It's a cold world. Just see my paychecks at the clubs. Not everybody's gone on Easy Street like you. <laughs> Where we go to benefits. Here's two words you'll never hear connected with my career. Door deal. Here's two other words you'll never hear. Sold out. <laughs> Here's two words you will hear. No refunds. <laughs> no refunds. <laughs> Nothing ever ends up good that starts out with here's two words. <laughs> I got two words for you. I don't know. I, I didn't really. <laughs> yeah, so it's anyway. Suicide Squad. It went for best makeup. Calm down, everybody. <laughs> but then it's like, oh, La La Land. La La Land. <laughs> That was a snooze fest. I actually, that's one of the few movies I saw. Snooze fest. Snooze. My favorite part about La La Land <clears throat> is when the white guy explains jazz to everybody. <laughs> yeah. That, well, my favorite part is when the guy says, who, <clears throat> who names a band, who names a club, Sa Samba and Tapas? Yeah. Well, the guy who wrote the movie named it that. Yeah. Wait, that was written? The writer-director. That movie, somebody wrote that? <laughs> yeah, I like the one scene when it was like that, it was like a, like a commercial in the beginning. <laughs> a bad commercial. Like what was that, the dancing in the car? Yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. Suddenly it's like, I thought they were going to break out Mentos. <laughs> right? I thought somebody was going to figure a way to get out of traffic with some Mentos. What is the opposite of catchy? Because that's what all the music sounded like to me. The opposite. Like, what's it, what's it called when you cannot remember when you leave the theater one of the songs? Not one in? song. Not, not one song. song. When you go see something and it's not memorable and you can't remember anything? Yeah, what's that called? It's called getting kindled. <laughs> <laughs> why, why do I allow myself uh, to get yeah, set yeah. up? Yeah. Yeah. You mean when you go someplace and it's a disappointing experience? No, but that movie reminded me a little bit of your act. And how it, so? Because it was, felt like it was a year long. <laughs> but it was only an hour and change. How long have I been here? Feels like the seasons are changing. <laughs> ba, ba, ba. Well, how about the, you know, did you love Mike? Did you see La La Land? I did. How about the, we're going to a party, we're getting ready for the party, everybody's got the makeup in the party, we're dancing down the street. What is, what, what am I supposed to get from that song? I've got lipstick, pass it over here, put some rouge on, my dear. And then she's like, no one saw my one person show! Yeah. Is that an actual line from that, uh, uh, getting ready for the party? Who, what LA is this, by the way? Mm -hmm. Not mine. I don't get it. I got burned by L.A. That guy's been around around a long time, though. You can see that. Who? Like Damien. Damien? The guy. The omen? Wrote, no, the guy who wrote the thing. He's like 12 or something. Oh, it's great. <laughs> by all means. Right? Another guy you always like to rip. 
BJ Novak. <laughs> one time I, I, uh, Have Adam. he, BJ Novak, one time I insulted him. No, I didn't even insult him. I have insulted him. I gave him an award one year as a, the long suffering, uh, comedian award because he was unemployed for the entire plane ride out from Boston when he flew out from here. Harvard, from Harvard. Yeah. And so he goes online. He goes, Oh, Andy Kindler doesn't think, uh, doesn't think I earned my career or something. He, and it's the same day there was an article about him in the New York Times. Yeah. But that wasn't enough for BJ Novak. Andy Kindler thinks I didn't earn my career. But doesn't he know that I was in Wentworth Hall over in Harvard and I had an overdue library book <laughs> and they made me pay a dollar? It wasn't easy. It was not easy for him. Look, Kenna. Ask me about Harvard. His, he has a coffee cup. You and I, we got something in common. We're scrappers. <laughs> We're fighters. We're not on easy street. No. No. We think with this and what this. A fist. We're the blue collar. We should be the blue collar tour. Huh. Yeah. The comedians of the blue, right? The blue collar tour. Me, you, and Mike. Right? Yeah. Well, in Mike's case... Mike's already nervous. He has to come up with an act. Mike's like, wait, I have to wear a shirt with a collar? <laughs> Mike's like, I think I have one. I think I was wiping down the counter at masses. <laughs> I don't want to say it's weird in Bayonne, but I went to uh, see uh, Django Unchained. They showed it backwards. Everybody cheered. Because it's written. <laughs> not a forward-thinking area is what you're saying. No, no, Is that no. true, Mike? It's not a forward-thinking area? I wouldn't say that. Yeah, I wouldn't say that either. I certainly wouldn't say it in Bayonne. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say it in Bayonne. I'm scared of everybody in New Jersey. I'm scared of Bayonne. Do you know, Mike, the situation? Personally? <laughs> yeah, no, Mike knows... The guy from, uh, he goes to this dude's house and listens to records all night. <laughs> you gotta put on another, put on that. Oh, Mike, what record should we hear again? <laughs> Let's listen to some more Wilco B-sides. <laughs> <laughs> One day, the guy... You're going to be listening to the records. <laughs> He's going to go to the door. <laughs> slide it shut. The lock. Locks. In the place. Addressed, sign taken off. Covered up. Then he goes, Welcome to my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> then the rest of you guys, you know record you want to play then? Help! Because you're going to need help. Help. I need somebody. I need somebody. Help. <laughs> Not just anybody. Help. You know I need someone. Help. 
Hey, Mike, why don't you take Ken to the Dwayne Reed parking lot? Get him some bootleg DVDs. Okay. Is that what happens after the show? Yeah, Mike goes. He's like, did you get split in yet? Now, what do you guys do? Do you go to a classic Jersey diner after the did show? Did you get Medea Bull in yet? Whoa. Medea. Oh, I love those. That's the movie where, he, where Tyler Henry. Yeah, Tyler Henry. Yeah. I want to be an old Jew. We got a regular Sandy. What are you, Sandy Kenyon Jr.? Who's that? Sandy Kenyon? Yeah, the Hollywood Minutes. <laughs> Sandra, Sandy Van, oh, Sandra Van Oker? Thank you. What, what's going, when do you do your next state of the comedy world? Uh, oh, in July I'll be up in Montreal doing another speech. Yeah. Another speech that doesn't, it, it happens every year. Nothing happens from it. Nothing happens after it. Nothing happens before it. But it, it always, the show must go on, ostensibly. I'll sum it up. Kayla shows up in Montreal. Another country. Starts ripping on other comedians. <laughs> then he comes back to America. He's, meanwhile, he's got a chamois out polishing Jay Leno's Model A. Yes, Jay. Yes, Jay. Yes, Jay. Did you see that episode, though, where Jay Leno is driving over the ridge and then Jeff Dunham drives over the other ridge with the same crazy car made out of uh, uh, soup cans? Wait, what? On that A&E show. Jay Leno's dry. He's tooling around the uh, with the roadster. Yeah, this car is so unusual. There's no other cars like this in the world. So I'm driving my car, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you see uh, over the crest... Uh, Jeff Dunham driving up in the exact same car. What are the odds? 100%? One Who was driving a Walter? <laughs> Peanut? No, 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 no. Just Jeff Dunham. <laughs> Jeff wasn't in the, This is what I want to do with Jeff Dunham. He's sitting in the back seat of his car. You think he's got a chauffeur driving it? But it's not. It's Walter? <laughs> it's Walter. And the car drives off a cliff. You don't think that this idea... Has it been drawn up on a storyboard? Or drawn up by people who work for Jeff Dunham? It's a fantasy. What or, if Jay Leno contacted you, Kendler? What if he, he did? And he wanted you to open for him. Oh, I would turn on a dime. It sounds great. Yes, Mr. Leno. <laughs> yes, yes, Mr. Leno, I'm so sorry. I love your Menendez Brothers jokes, Mr. Leno. Very fresh. I love Very the dancing. Fresh. I love the dancing. I always love the dancing Edos. Is there any chance you might have a compilation of all your Iron J performances that I might be that way? I could watch all of them in one sitting. I love wa wa uh, Jay walking though, because people don't know the names of things. What's what's the name of the president? I, I don't know. Yeah. What's the name of the president? I'm like, okay, everybody tell me the name of the. Democratic candidate for, for vice president. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mel Cooley? Yeah, I don't know, because I... Mel Cooley. <laughs> oh, boy. I know, I know. <laughs> Somebody's... Right? I think I can... I think there's nobody better at bringing a show to a screeching halt than me. Hey, Andy. Yeah. 1961 called. Right? Yeah, okay. And, uh... They just, they, uh, even they don't want you around. They, even, they're, even they're tired of hearing you talk about Mel Cooley. 
1961. We get it. We get it. On my rotary landline. The Ottoman. Trip over the Ottoman. Right? I know the reference. You don't have to tell me what the reference means. I know what it is. Hey, Mike. Yeah. What are you going to do with that uh, that house? Which house? The ho- House of Horrors. House of Horrors. <laughs> you have a, a house problem? No. No, he goes and hangs out at that house with the guy with the record player. <laughs> I haven't. Who is this guy? Do you know a who? A maniac. <laughs> He's a, a guy I met at the, the bar I work at. Oh, he's a, he's a neighbor. So he yeah. likes vinyl. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, got uh, a high end audio system. It sounds pretty good. Yeah. Everybody moaning about <laughs> Suicide Squad winning for best makeup. Here are the winners from past years. No joke. Nineteen eighty seven, and the Oscar goes to. <laughs> Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> well, that was pretty elaborate makeup because it was a, a what was he, a, a, a Bigfoot? 1993. And the award goes to, here are the nominee. This movie beat out Philadelphia and Schindler's List. And the award goes to Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> they put a, a wig on Robin Williams. Yeah. That's makeup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that got makeup? Yeah. They got best makeup. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. 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 No, 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 no. Oh, oh, oh. No, yes, no. Oh, Captain, Captain, I cannot do it. I cannot make it work, Captain. One, two, three, four. One, two, three. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Do the thing. Do, uh, Gary, do the thing where he has the laugh meter going. Oh. Oh, oh, well, uh, well, it's me, Ronald Reagan, and I, uh, you have seven minutes till the bombing begins. Well, oh, how about the gay, the gay choreographer? One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, cup, Kirk, Spock, we must rip. Wait, why is he saying Kirk, but he's Kirk? <laughs> Bones, Spock. What did black people sound like in the old days? Robin Williams, Gary. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> oh, man, river. That's charming. <laughs> yes. He's so afraid it's going to be, I'm going to do something racist. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, he's having fun doing up driving in my car. <laughs> and this one, look, God rest his soul. God rest his soul. Right? <laughs> I'm making fun of the dead. God rest his soul. Is that what you, that's always what you do before you give him the zinger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But he would always do this thing where he'd be like, he's doing, oh, Robin Williams is a genius. His jokes, he's a genius. All he would do would stick like a new reference on the same moldy jokes. Oh, it's, it's like, oh, Bones, Spock, check Reddit. <laughs> oh, he's so up to date. No, he did the same impression. He just mentioned Reddit every once in a while. Oh, Friendster. Oh, Friendster. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. Swipe right. Swipe right. <laughs> the other award winners. The Oscar. It, everybody moaning. Guess what was nominated in 2007? Norbit was nominated. 
It was not. Yes. For best makeup? Yes. Norbit. 
<laughs> Isn't that you? It's so embarrassing. Isn't that you, Killer? No, that was uh, Jerry uh, Jerry Stiller. Jerry Stiller. Uh. That's right. Ben Stiller's dad. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have a, too much of a ha- head start. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm just figuring out like everybody else. Oh, by the way, my dad introduced me to Bob and Ray when I was five. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like everybody else. Oh yeah, here's a 16 millimeter camera. Yeah, I get I get this uh, my uh, bar mitzvah. I get a 16. Yeah, I get a a skeleton crew, 16 millimeter camera, a skeleton crew. Make a short. <laughs> well, you're self-made though, Gary. You're self-made. Uh, I grind it out. No one gave hard. you. Nobody gave you any. Uh, nobody gave me nothing. Free lunch. No, they gave me nothing. Look, I got the turkeys bringing me down. Right? I'm just trying to get to zero with these turkeys. <laughs> Dead weight. AP Mike. Pat Burn. Studio. Why it's me, Gary. Hey, Gary. <laughs> the way he talks. Try me up the wall. Hey, <laughs> Gary, y'all. Uh, I just was wondering, uh, do you think maybe I could... Uh, Give it up, Dudio. Hey, Dudio. Give it up. Hey, Pat. Pat. Give it up. Hey, Mike. You suck. Hey, Andy. Yeah. You're the funniest guy in Chubbies. Oh, thanks, man. Oh, Mike. Make everybody laugh. Andy Kinler. You went the other way. I did. Let's all hear for Andy Kindler, everybody. Everybody, thank Andy you, Kindler. thank you, thank you, Gary. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> you know him as Raymond. No, you know him from Raymond <laughs> as the guy in the gym shorts. <laughs> <laughs> you know him on Raymond as the guy who uh, the guy who made uh, Brett Garrett look like a good act. <laughs> No, I like what Brad Garrett like. I, I like him very much. Hey, Andy, yeah. it's me. Oh, Brad Garrett. Hi, Brad. What's going on? Maybe you come to my comedy club in Vegas. Yeah. Okay. Come here and do a. Uh, maybe you do a t- tight ninety. Is it sad that I'm taking work from Gary doing an impression of Brad Garrett, <laughs> and I'm accepting work? You're actually gonna go to Vegas. Yeah, like- You're gonna be at the airport. Actually, can I change my flight to go to Vegas? I have a gig. I have to explain when I get there. Oh, I'm sorry, Brad. Gary was doing an impression of you, and I assumed I got the gig. Who's Gary? Gary the Squirrel. Oh, yeah. He's very funny. (laughs) Very funny. Funny guy. Funny guy. I wasn't feeling well. It's me, Raymond. (laughs) Did you know Peter Boyle? I did know Peter Boyle. He's a very sweet man. Class act. Class act. Everything, everything sounds like I'm being set up. Yeah, Peter Boyle, he was okay. Class act. John Lennon's best man. Do you think it was weird that he played Frankenstein? <laughs> and then his kid was Brad Garrett, who also just played Frankenstein in a commercial? And then, and then somehow, if you could get B.J. Novak into this bit, because he looks like Frankenstein too. B.J. Novak, watch your step, Gimler. Watch your step. 
Hey, BJ Novak, when do you get your bolts removed? <laughs> Wasn't he in a famous movie, uh, BJ Novak? He was a soldier in one of those Tarantino films. Yeah, in Glorious Bastards. It's the other movie they show backwards in Bayonne. <laughs> <laughs> Hitler, yeah. wi- Hitler wins? Hitler comes back to life. The baseball bat scene gets uh, a lot of uh, cheers. Look, now, we don't... But Bayonne, look, I make fun of Bayonne a lot. No letters, Bayonne. Uh-huh. I make fun of Bayonne a lot. But the people there, look, you guys know I love you. <laughs> sure, you're scary, weird, keep to yourselves. Who knows what's going on behind some of those doors, right? Close communities. Get on, looks. Outsiders coming down the street. Who knows what's going on in those neighborhoods, right? <laughs> One too many one-way streets, people hovering in windows, making everything their business. Getting their nose in everybody's business. Yeah, staring out the window. <laughs> you really captured the essence of Bayonne, Gary. Yeah, you, see, Bayonne is like for, it's like the first Rambo movie. <laughs> what can we help you with? We help you with something? You look at, are we looking at you? It's like Judgment Night! Remember Judgment Night? I don't know any of those movies. The Is movie. that like Walking Tall? No, no. It's a movie where these guys in a camper break down in a rough neighborhood and get attacked by a, a gang led by that terrifying hoodlum, Dennis Leary! <laughs> when I saw that, you know what I was wondering? When did Bill Hicks do a movie where he played a hoodlum? <laughs> I love when Gary gets into the uh, the feuds of the 90s. <laughs> yeah. When did he do the movie? When did, when did, uh, what truck commercials did, did Bill Hicks do? <laughs> that Dennis Leary's basing this whole thing on. Right? <laughs> you're not, you're not tight with him, right? With uh, Dennis Leary? Leary. Uh, you play hockey at his house? No, I have, I have not spent time with him. You go to his house and play ice hockey? No, but he, uh, but I admire. Where's the Sunday, where's the Sunday basketball game now? <laughs> I have never, I, I never was invited. I would play, but I'm not a good ball player, maybe. That's why where's Shanley's basketball game? Well, he passed on. No, I know. Oh. Where's I, the game? I don't think it's continued. Wouldn't it be terrible no, if you, if you not should. at Rick Overton's house? What if you showed up and you had to see uh, uh, Mr. Selfridge if he was at one of these? Could you imagine? You go on that thing. Oh, goody. I'm at the basketball game. Oh, great. Oh, look at it. Jeffrey Tambor is, is setting up a high pick. Oh, get the old give and go going with Rip Torn. And Piven's never been the same since the Mercury poisoning. Mike, yeah. I'm out of here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Gary. Who? Uh-huh. Who's in the... Thank you, Gary. There he goes. There he goes, Wow. Yeah. He was on fire. Fat. It's like a bobcat was chasing him. Yeah, it's, it's like a bobcat was chasing him. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say goodnight. Andy Kindler. You don't want to go. You don't want to go, right? Guys, I don't want to go, but I got to go. 
I forget where that was like. I think I, I think that's from like a Buck Owens record or something. Isn't it like, <laughs> isn't it like I Buck Owens? Like, go. folks, I don't want to go, but I gotta go. If it wasn't from. Uh, I thought it was from uh, Looney Tunes. The uh, Foghorn Leghorn. The big. Uh, what was the big? Bird? Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that sounded like that, but it was a, a country guy said really? that. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, trust me, Mike. All right. Trust me. I know of what I speak. Okay. Well, it's 12.52, the longest episode of the best show ever. <laughs> oh, my God. I, 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 a record. It is a record. And we then we have the half hour of uh, wild phones. No, we just did. We just did. <laughs> we, did we just did it and then some. Let's tell people to call in anyway. No, no I, I can't. I, I can't, Andy. Andy, I can't. He'll never be able to get me. I want to. I want to thank Brian Dennis for the work he did uh, on the songs tonight. Great job! And tell everybody the uh, Gilbert Gottfried podcast is up. I did that this week. So much fun doing Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast with him and Frank Santo Padre. And um, I guess we'll be back next week. I guess I got to do. This every week now, huh? Go to the Patreon. I'm going to put some original content up tomorrow. Got a nice uh, long Q&A with me and John Worcester. It's going to go up tomorrow. That'll be fun. I'm just going to play songs I want to hear on the way out. This is something by one of my favorites. Greg Cartwright, Raining Sound. He was here a few weeks ago. Listen to his version, of the Rainy Sounds version of Tennessee. Take it from Live Agana Records. We'll be back next week. Thank you, Andy Kindler. Thank you, Tom. Thank you to uh, Kurt Brownoller, whose special is on Colony Central this Friday night. Here's Rainy Sound with Tennessee. We will be back next week. Bye. I'm back in Tennessee. i got to play all my I'm back in Tennessee songs. This is called Tennessee by Mr. Carl Perkins.